Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze. Uh, today we're just talking about The Flash. Surprise! Well, this is a <laughs> review for the new DCEU film that has come out. Is that correct? Am I saying DCEU now? What is it nowadays? <laughs> it It's nothing nowadays. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, we are talking about The Flash. It has just come out June 16th, everywhere, mm-hmm. all at once. It's the multiverse. We're here. We're doing it. The DC is doing something out there. Um, This is a special review uh, that we're doing for the Flash movie that has just come out. Um, We're joined by Scott Corelli, who, uh, what is your official title at Dueling Genre? Because you're... Uh, I don't know that I have executive producer. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I don't know that I have one. I'm. I, I'm. I run the ship. I'm yeah. the. I'm the captain. The admiral. Admiral. <laughs> yeah, the admiral. Hefe in yes. charge. Of. Yeah. So yeah. this is going to be posted in two spots. So we're going to do it on the Patreon for for the for the film reviews that come out, and we're also putting it on the DC Cinematic Minute feed because mm-hmm. that's this is this is our. Uh, our wheelhouse kind of the target audience yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> and it's it's nice to put something new on the feed we are recording new episodes of Zack Snyder's Justice League minute each one minute at a time and those episodes will be coming out later this year um, but to put something on the feed now there just so happens to be a big DC movie that uh, we I you know regardless we passionately want to talk about today <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> um, we did not do a review for Black Adam or Shazam two, uh, because I explicitly don't want to talk about those movies. <laughs> I was gonna say this is like our first review that we've done in a hot minute. Um, that like for for like the movies, I guess. Yeah. Um, so the uh, last one being yeah. The Suicide Squad is what we talked yeah, about. Right. Oh yeah. So right. yeah. Jeez, yeah, right. I mean, if you tell me how long ago that was, I'm going to be in disbelief. You're, you're so we, were, gonna... we were we were waist deep in the pandemic. Yeah. At that point. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Time, the ever flowing uh-huh. river. Wrong movie. Uh, <laughs> so yes, we are talking about the Flash today. Um, Scott, when you normally mm. do your film reviews, how how is it that you usually set this up and knock this down? Well, you know, typically we talk kind of vague, non-spoilery, just thoughts and opinions so everyone kind of knows where we're at on this movie and whether or not they should stop listening and go watch the movie or keep listening because they don't care Um, or or uh, or stop listening because they know that this review is going to piss them off. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, In in any event, um, that's usually we kind of just go around and check everyone's temperature. Yeah. And I think I think the internet is the same as it always is when a DC movie comes out uh, polarized, is yeah. I, I would say surprisingly, yeah. or maybe not surprising, but polarized. I, you know, there are there are people that I see in what would be I guess called the fandom that likes DCEU movies originally, like Dawn of Justice and. Zack Snyder's other DC works um, that really don't like this movie. And then there's some in that same fandom that really like this movie. And so I'm confused mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. both sides. Um, and yeah, I think, I think this one is, is going to be interesting to talk about people because it's, it goes one way or the other, either you love this movie or you absolutely hate this movie. I feel like, mm-hmm. is that a good assumption from, from either I think of you? That's accurate. 
Uh, it's, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I, th- I think I may be somewhere in the middle, but like towards the lower end of the middle, um, <laughs> you know? So like, I think it's, uh, it's not indifferent and it's not, you know, completely despising or anything. And it wasn't completely enjoying, but you know, it was, uh, it's, it's somewhere where it's an ebb and flow kind of region. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll split the difference between, between this, yeah. between the fandom, <laughs> you know, I'll be, I'll be that guy. Mm. How, how long ago did you watch this movie? You guys did I, if I, if um, I uh, 16 hours ago or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess. So I saw it at an early screening on the sixth, um, so uh, almost two weeks ago at this point. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've had a long time to sit with it. Mm-hmm. And it's just been continuously unraveling <laughs> in my mind. Um, so um, I didn't love it when I first saw it. And uh, but I was like, oh, but, you know, it has some things, I guess. I don't know. But like, ah, not for me, not what I wanted. Um, but but then. The more that I've thought about it, the more I've realized that this movie actually doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> um, and it's it's completely unraveled. I mean, this movie, this movie's a train wreck. Um, so that's where I'm at. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm at mentally. I, yeah. Train wreck. That's that's where I'm Let's at. Let's just say like I'm in, I'm in that train, but like I'm I'm buckled pretty hard and I'm just like, I'm going to see where this is <laughs> going to go. He's in the know? caboose. So he hasn't <laughs> I'm going to ride it out. I kind of want to see where this is going to go. I might not go down with the ship, but I'm going to see what's going to happen. You well, know? it's a train. <laughs> Stick to your metaphor. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the bigger questions I have about this movie is, is that of, um, is it a well-made movie? Is it, mm. uh, <laughs> it, you know, because obviously preference can go one way. It's not the Flash movie I wanted. You know, I'm sure a lot of people have, like, preferential things. Like, that's not the DC movie I wanted. You know, where the rogues at and stuff like that and go on and on. And even when it comes to Flashpoint, it's like what what you do with Flashpoint is a decision. (laughs) Uh, So, but, like, is it just a a well-made movie? And I think in the first act is like believable like when i saw the flash i was thinking okay and then after the the initial like action Nate, scene Nate and i are both vigorously <laughs> shaking our heads <laughs> that's, that's I think a it's bold a... statement dang first act got, first act gotcha wow well man. i'm like seeing because it's like Okay, without going into spoilers, I just thought that it starts off with an action scene that just, like, I get it. But at least it's cohesive. But I think once... There's no spoiling this. I mean, the, the Flash goes back in time and, and changes things. When he makes a decision to do that, which is, like, mm-hmm. the core catalyst of Flashpoint, yeah, that's when I'm, like, it turns into a mess. And then mm. it decides to get sexist in a way that I'm really going to get into later that mm. I just have a problem with comic book movies in general. So um, mm. it was like a good first step and then it just like fell for me. Like then it just kept falling and I just like and then it fell and then the well, movie tripping. Just, it just kept tripping. You know, and then on, and then yeah. the movie just ended <laughs> and I was like, there's no way. And then literally the the movie ends 
I mean, with someone flat on their face in a puddle of water, and it's like, yeah, that's pretty much how it feels like to be a, a, a <laughs> that's movie. The, that's a good metaphor. Yeah, that's good. That yeah. I like that thought. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot that I agree with uh, with what you said, and there's a, uh, some that I think I... Um, <laughs> uh, there was so it's really fun to uh, buy alcoholic drinks at movie theaters now. So that kind of mm-hmm. like accounted for a little bit of my, most of my enjoyment during this, this movie. We were having a um, good night. <laughs> I was having a fun time with my friends. And then yeah. it was kind of in the mindset of a silly mm. superhero movie. Because um, mm-hmm. nothing's going to com- compare to to things that are gripping. And just, you know, some of the first some of your first experiences of just, you know, this this genre and and your love for the storytelling and the characters and and seeing them on the big screen. And, and, uh, you know, now I get, I I guess it's a really easy thing to just get jaded from all of these, uh, you know, genre movies, superheroes and whatnot. Um, Eventually they're all just going to be the same thing with uh, a couple outliers that, you know, eventually just, get kind of passed upon or get the wrong fandom or anything like that. Um, but I enjoyed my time watching this movie. Um, there were moments that are uh, horrendous. <laughs> there are moments that I thought were um, just really f- my, <laughs> it tickled my funny bone. And I think at points I was the only one that was like laughing and tearing up to myself just because of what was going on in my head in relation to yeah. these comic book characters and this mm-hmm. silly story. Um, but at the end of the day, it was a Flash movie. Um, the Flash has been one of my favorite childhood characters. Uh, I really enjoyed The Flash in fifth grade, which was what, I don't know, 2003 or something. I would take my action figure to school with me. I would draw pictures. I would do all these things. The Flash was great. It was Wally West from the animated Justice League. Yeah, you're a Wally um, West Great kid. character. Great work. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, that was the... Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah, that yeah. was the whole style of, of the Flash that, that I enjoyed. Um, and then Flashpoint came out, and that kind of shifted a lot of things, um, even more than mm-hmm. Crisis, which Crisis should have been. That's, that's a game changer. That's a real big thing. That's what yeah. people kind of overlook because Flashpoint is, I guess, fun in like a wacky races kind of thing where you just hack, can can have a bunch of things happening and a bunch of characters and just outlandish outlandish stuff uh, into a semi-cohesive event. It's really what it is. It's just the event and you just kind of add things here and there yeah. uh, to make it fun and to make it a fun Flash story. Um so, Mark, when you said that uh, what are fans expecting from a Flash story, my question, my main question is what what else? Like, what else could you do? Um, there is, like, the, the idea of having a rogues gallery and doing classic Flash stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. We got that kind of a lot with Grant Gustin and stuff. That was... CW exists. No, we didn't. Well, <laughs> no, we didn't. He just fought. He just fought an evil speedster every season. That, yeah. Um, so, like it, like in my opinion, that sort of uh, comic book to screen storytelling in that manner kind of just dwindles down to flavor of the week kind of thing. Um, mm. So 
when you have like a bigger story like Flashpoint, it kind of pigeonholes you into doing, well, what else can you do? Uh, nothing, I guess. Well, The Flash doesn't really have that many like very gripping, crowd gripping stories, um, which also is a lie because there's so many other Flash stories. Even The New 52, yeah. Jesus, The New 52 has some amazing Flash content. Um, but no one touches yeah. that because they're stuck in what, 2010 Flashpoint stuff? I don't know. It was a fun, wacky story. It was a different version of Flashpoint. Um, mm-hmm. Am I going... I'm, I'm not going to knock any more Flashpoints. Like, if you want to make a Flashpoint, go for it. I'll watch it. I'll see what you're going to do. It's going to be stupid. Because <laughs> they all are. I, I, just, I just wish this movie was called Flashpoint yeah. instead of The Flash. Yeah. Because this isn't a, a movie that should be called The Flash. Right. It should just be called Flashpoint. Right. Um, but or the Flashpoint paradox or whatever you want to, you know. That's that's the story that it. you're going to tell with the Flash. Just go all in, and you're doing a Flashpoint. Yeah. Honestly, like if you're doing a Flashpoint, just say you're doing the Flashpoint. Fans get it, yeah. people yeah. get it. If people don't get it, they go, "What's Flashpoint?" And then great. Then you got nerds talking to everybody, and they're excited about everything, and you get to see a really cool Wonder Woman character. You right. know, yeah. Like I, I think that calling this movie the Flash was a huge waste. Um, but. Anyway, probably was more apt uh, to be Justice League I, colon the Flashpoint yeah, paradox. I I won't I won't um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention him often um but I I think it's important to bring him up right now which is that Jeff Johns brought a lot to the Flash. I mean he basically built his entire career on writing the Flash for a very long time. Did a lot of really phenomenal stories with Wally West as the Flash. It's Honestly, my favorite like ongoing comic book run of all time um, is his run, that initial Wally West run on The Flash that he did. Um, and then he came back and he did Flashpoint and he rethought Barry Allen and in my estimation ruined the character forever um, because the origin that he retconned onto Barry Allen through Flashpoint has... Um, ruined every iteration of that character because now he's only the guy whose dad's in jail for uh, the the murder of his mom, even though he didn't do it. And he's got to prove, like, for some reason, they were like, we got to explain why the Flash wants to be a cop. <laughs> I was like, no, you don't. No, you don't. He wa- He's going to be a superhero. Of course he's, like, why wouldn't he be a cop? I don't know. Like, <laughs> um anyway uh it's just it's like it's like having to explain why clark kent wants to be a reporter why he wants to be a reporter because that's he's closer to the action um why do we need to explain the same thing with barry it's annoying I, anyway i hate that i've always <laughs> hated that retcon and uh and here it is yet again um i like seeing and it's driving me crazy i like seeing clark <laughs> kent working for the daily planet and having mm-hmm. time to show him mm-hmm. being a hero still in his alter ego, right? Mm-hmm. But Barry mm-hmm. Allen is like, oh, I work in forensics. You're never going to see me use it in in in, in like, mm-hmm. as in my Batcave kind of thing. Like, oh, I need to help solve this. Well, you New Fifty Two does. That's that's the argument. Like, that's yeah. Francis Manipal. They do like, in comics. Yeah, they well, do okay, in comics. Yes, but I'm, sure. I'm talking. I'm yeah. talking like. I mean, I guess the TV show yeah, also you've... just has Star Labs do everything for him, but it's. Yeah, it's like you are a forensic person. You you got this job. You could use this to solve your own crimes. You don't have to go to a Batman or 
you know, you're uh-huh. not just here to use the forensics lab as a as a way to mix just a bunch of your... chemicals. Yeah, because that's what, or, that's what you're yeah. not supposed to do as a scientist. That's why they have yeah. safety showers and everything. <laughs> All right, I want to let's let's just d- dig into the to the spoilers um, because uh, I think we really need to start uh, digging in. But uh, yeah, so if you haven't watched the movie for some reason and you're listening to this, um, tune out now or uh, forever hold your peace. Um, so I'm going to start this question. <laughs> I'm going to start this discussion with a question. Okay. Uh, according to this movie. And only this movie and, 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 you know, the flash appearances in the rest of the DCEU. Okay. But according to just what we have on screen in these films, not using nothing else, no other materials, no extracurricular materials, who, who actually killed Barry's mom? (laughs) In this movie? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. They do not answer it. They don't even ask the question, Mark. They don't yeah. even. It doesn't even. Yeah, it doesn't not. even come up. Not once. He never thinks. Hey, a good way to get my dad out of prison would be to figure out who actually killed my mom. Crazy idea. But no, he just accepts this this idea in his head that he just comes up with because it's not anything the police come up with. It's just in his head. He mentions it offhandedly that like, Oh yeah, it was probably a burglar who didn't realize that there was someone in the house and, and killed my mom. Um, which by the way, uh, if you look at crime statistics, um, that happens like one in a thousand times. Um, uh, burglars don't want to kill anybody because, uh, they don't want the heat. Yeah. Um, so that would never happen. So according to this movie, Right. Either a burglar that we don't know anything about killed his mom or uh, she fell on her own knife or uh, the knife was just uh, has a mind of its own and just like stabbed her in the chest. And no one ever asked the question. Hmm. I wonder I wonder who killed Mrs. Allen. Um, Not once. Nobody. Yeah. Not one time. Yes. Because in this movie, Barry's goal is to go back in time and just stop his mother from dying but never to to find out who did it and then his resolution is just to make sure that his dad is proven not guilty and like and it's just like i think there's a throwaway line that the other barry that is like 18 years old the younger version or i don't know what else to call this barry yeah younger Mm -hmm. barry barry b uh, he, sure. he, uh, said something about a paradox and I, and I think it was like, okay, so you created him. What? Okay. What speedster is this? This is where I'm confused on. Which one is this? This is, well, I was going to say, so like, I, th- I've thought a lot about this and now Scott, with your question, it, I, I, <laughs> I overlooked your question because I was so focused on the antagonist speedster character um, mm-hmm. and just infatuated by so many things about that character. Um, uh-huh. One, it's we bingo bango, ladies and gentlemen, we got a new reverse flash. Like, in my opinion, it's just like, here we go. We got another one. Um, yeah. And, it's, and it, it it is the new 52 esque Daniel West uh car accident speedster style yeah. 
like with yeah. that same idea but different alternate universe it's just it's that character model but barry b with a butt ton of kryptonian <laughs> crap in him like, <laughs> yeah um so my focus was so just dead set on that character and just this new reverse flash that one i am i called it a mile away even before like yeah i was even talking to mark in like a group chat and i was like yeah he's gonna be that's like he's gonna be a reverse flash he's already dressed in yellow I yeah mean, so like, that it was, was my it was when i saw the trailers and he's nose. in all yellow it's like yeah oh uh, yeah. this is okay. he's just on the nose good he's, that's yeah. good that's awesome i love ourselves <laughs> for noticing things like that that is fun um <laughs> but and okay. then and, and then it's like more so of just like okay, so it's like Daniel West reverse flash car accident, metal tires and stuff. But you know it's cool because he's got swords and blades and he's in despair. And it's just, I guess in this continuity that makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. So in my mind, the idea of who killed Barry's mom, it was just that flash. But he wasn't killing his mom. It was Barry B, not killing his mom, killing Barry A's mom to create that paradox. So in my mind, I was just like, yeah, okay. But I was expecting when he was running out of the house or when his dad was like holding the knife or whatever, you know, the whole scene of of a speedster fight that's happening in that, you know, the normal, I guess, that that reboot version of 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 his mother's death. Um, So in my mind, it was just like, okay, yeah, he I guess he. He just did that and and kind of created it and uh, I don't know paradox. It's fun. Like I don't know, write it off, move on. Yeah. What <laughs> if it? I mean, what if it is the reality that it was just a random, you know, like the killing of the Waynes or something? Just it's just like, it's just like random. What? Yeah. What is, what is, what is, well, like I don't I don't hate that, but I wish that the movie like even attempted to like discuss it in any way yeah. because there's a there, there's a lot of this in this movie there is a very easy connection that they could have made and they didn't which is to. like oh Barry likes Batman so much likes Bruce so much because they have similar backstories they're both of their parents were killed by rando some rando yeah. you know person you know um that that could have been a really cool connection to make between them mm-hmm. uh like a really cool emotional connection and the movie didn't bother with that. No. Um, maybe that's so... just maybe that thought is just like, well, that's just a Robin story, and he's not Robin. It's like, well, that, okay, it yeah. doesn't have to be Robin <laughs> if he wants a, you know, the whole relationship between yeah. Young Ward, uh, you know, taking you under my wing, metahuman kind of deal is, it, yeah. it doesn't fall only to Robin in my opinion. Like that's just, yeah, I I don't know a, a, a character trait in Batman. He doesn't just do it to Robin. He, there's a whole Teen right. Titan thing. I mean, come on. Like, yeah. Yes, and and that brings me to one of my first strikes about this movie, which is some of the language that's in this movie, because mm-hmm. the what Barry and and Bruce have in common, there's a there's a golden moment that involves a golden lasso in this movie, in which mm-hmm. Wonder Woman shows up in this movie. Which hey, round of applause, cool. At least she's not being womanized like she is in Shazam too, and. She, they have this lasso around them, and Bruce is like just vomiting this honesty about you know the death of his parents and like what causes him to to be like mm. this. And Dressed if he really like wanted batten. to, yeah, he could just end poverty, yada yada. Barry, when you have this lasso on you, could immediately start spilling out. You know, the only reason I chose to be a hero is because my 
dad was wrongly accused for the murder of my mother, which I've never been able to solve or to acquit my father for. And instead says, I don't know what, uh, I know what sex is, but I've never had it before. In which I go, yeah, who wrote this? Yeah. And I, I need to see the screenplay because I don't know if Christina Hodson actually wrote this or this is like just left over from, from whatever, from Daily or Goldstein or whoever. But there's a lot of stuff in this movie that it's like, you don't need to say that. And I'm tired of PG-13 movies feeling like they were written by an actual 13-year-old. And mm-hmm. there, there was such a opportunity there for Batman mm-hmm. to just be like, wait, tell me more about this problem you have. Because I just talked about my problem. You can talk about your parents' issue and, and your whole reason for wanting to be a hero and then talk about what would yeah. lead into you going back in time. Mm-hmm. And kind of bring it all back together to uh, to Barry saying and meeting Batman saying, I need friends and have a bonding moment with this yeah. uh, only, quote, friend character that you have that you've mentioned throughout the entire yeah. movie is your only friend. Like, I get it. I'm Yeah. I'm, yeah. That line really, uh, that really stuck in my craw as well. Um, and I think it's, it's a, th- this movie has a weird, uh, thing with continuity. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of weird stuff with continuity, but even before the paradox stuff happens, um, it has a weird place in continuity because they reference don't doesn't doesn't uh, Affleck's Batman he he references specifically something that happens in Zack Snyder's Justice with League, Pajorn right? of um, going back mm-hmm. in time. Yeah, so 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 it seems like it should be canon with that, but then. I feel like Barry is acting way more like he does in Joss Whedon's Justice League, um, where he's like kind of like a um, uh, 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 Sheldon Sheldony um, mm-hmm. kind of uh, instead of like you know a real like three dimensional character. Um, God forbid. Um, it's, yeah, it's difficult to know. say because. And it may be hard to admit for some, but Ezra Miller's performance in this movie is phenomenal. It's it's pretty. Um, I don't know if I'd go that far. I think he's. I think he's fine. He's good. He's like they're good. They're good. They're fine. But they're not. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of actors could have done what they did in this. Uh, I don't think what they did was anything special, um, personally. But they're fine. Yeah. They're 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 charismatic enough, I guess. I don't know. I, think that's I, enjoy, I enjoyed their performance. I will say I enjoyed their performance um, a, a decent amount, especially with the 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 two Ezras that were on screen um, and realizing, mm. you know, one's older, has done Justice League stuff and has already kind of overcome things. And just there was just there's there's just this idea that the older Barry. Um, was so <clears throat> the whole over overarching uh, plot of this and the whole kind of um, I don't I don't want to call it a MacGuffin but I, maybe it is but the whole thing that it's going to save the day is older Barry's obsession with uh, doing the only thing that has worked in his past especially when he was working with the Justice League and that was to rescue a superman and have the superman save the day so with that Mm -hmm. in mind that barry's whole attitude and 
disposition and demeanor and kind of being a failed, uh, not even failed, but just like a, a, a character that has worked on a team and that team has actually accomplished something and there is still a little um, uh, optimism in them versus the one that is, you know, younger and supposedly a pre-Justice League Barry Allen that is kind of spry and whoopee, I just got powers kind of thing. So I enjoyed that performance, the dichotomy between that. Um, I had to look a little bit deep for that, but yeah, but still it was, uh, it was fine. Um, I don't know. Would I want to see more? Eh. Yeah. <laughs> eh, Will maybe, we see maybe, more? Maybe, maybe if you, if not. you put it in, I'm going to watch it. If you don't, that's it's fine an, too. It's an, they are entertaining performances. Uh, the the two different berries that Ezra is playing, they they were interesting to me and entertaining. I do feel like there was a lot of energy, just you know, in in any way, whether it's supposed to be um, a humorous, um, hyperactive personality, or you know, if he was upset and he, he needed to vent into the other berry, um, it just felt like there was a lot of energy in that character and uh, in, in that performance. So. Um, like I said, I just, I was entertained by it. Um, so I, all right. So let's talk about this baby sequence in the beginning. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Is it, is it just me or did that feel to anyone else like someone attempting to do an impression of something that would have been in a James Gunn movie? I like it. It doesn't, I was like waiting for it to be funny. And it never really got there. Like, it just felt like the shape of, like, a funny sequence. And they're like, yeah, it's like, it's funny, right? Yeah. And it's like, I I, I, I see why you would think that this is funny, but nothing about this is actually funny. Yeah. It's just... Babies weird. and dogs. I, boy, I really hope those babies are okay. Yeah. Um, is kind of <laughs> um, where I was yeah. at. I, the, my takeaway was that's just, in my opinion, that just seems like where we're going with superhero movies. They're just going to be this type of sequence. Where they this, do time uh, in a bottle and, and yeah, freeze everything. It's just, mm-hmm. that's just, you know, it's worked in the past. Why change it? Um, or even <laughs> why improve it? You know, like there... why it's, it's just like, that's it. So is it a bad impression of a James Gunn sequence? Probably, but it's probably also an impression of a, of a, a, a bad impression of a lot of silly sequences that like, you know, just, did it differently and i I don't know it's just the it was stupid (laughs) when i was watching the movie the director that came into my head of like i think it's trying to be more like that is more like sam raimi is what was coming into my mind there was a lot of like no that well the the color palette no the the i was saying wanting to it didn't succeed i i i understand what you're saying but as someone who did a movies by minute podcast on three of his films no I don't. It's just. It's not. There's nothing like a Sam Raimi anything in this. Yeah. I think it's. Um, I think it's bad, but I think it's trying to be like those movies. Um, I think it was a bad version. So, like in that whole whole mindset, it was a, uh, worse. Oh shit! Sorry. Uh, I don't know which one was worse. So it was probably a worse version of the um, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Where it's like grasping at that strings of just like, what can we do to get people involved in a multiverse kind of thing? And it's like, well, 
you kind of don't really need to try that hard. You can just tell your story, and that's the explanation of it. Um, mm. So Sam Raimi, no. The people that did the No Way Home, maybe. Maybe because they saw, like, that's how uh, this whole Worlds Collides stories are supposed to be uh, visualized. Um, it was just a... With babies falling out of windows? No, yeah. The, yeah, that's the, that's the brick wall that I'm hitting at. Um, and also, like, I did not really care for a lot of the super speed moments uh, in this sequence. No, no. Um, that baby one, for sure, didn't care for it. And then right after that, when he ran from Central City to Gotham City, that yeah. was just... God, that was awful. the start of the movie. That was. It yeah. was like I'm just the, man. I, that was just. Bad. I'm just so sick of super speed being depicted in slow motion. Yeah. Um. I. I. I I've. I've always hated it. I. I don't know. I don't know why that is what they think makes sense because I just there's no like the power of being able to go that fast I want to see that and feel that it's why one of the best depictions of in, in a movie that I really do not like um, the best depiction of super speed I've ever seen is in Eternals um, yeah. a phenomenal super speed in that movie mm-hmm. um, but not enough of it f- you know it's just a little they play around with it but they don't get she's not like the focus of the movie so you don't get like a lot of sequences of it like you would in this movie but yeah i'm not not into it the only part of it that i like is when he starts to run which he makes too big of a show about it and i hate that um but (laughs) the whole like the posing and the arm behind the back and the whole yeah I, i hate all of that um but i really like once barry takes his stance Right. And the world just sort of pulls back like a slingshot and then he shoots off. That is the only part of it that I do like. And then once he starts running, I'm like, oh, now it looks now now all of this is. Yeah, Um, I don't like the way he runs on his tiptoes. I don't like any of that. It just doesn't it doesn't work. I mean, granted, it must have like a funny sequence when he tries to run. Yeah. um, And see that without his powers and he looks ridiculous. But, you know, I don't know. I think that's I, that was really the part I was thinking in my head, like reminded me of something from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, which is when he d- cannot run fast, and he's like, "I'm slow." Sure. And I was like, "This this feels like a a, a bit here that I'm familiar with." Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah. There, the 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 way that they have the Flash run in this DC cinematic universe has always been questioned, and I think the movie tries to do both, where it keeps like this the kind of figure um inline skating that Zack Snyder wanted in in Justice League and then they were like we want it to not be that um extreme so they have him still do the arms thing but running more like Tom Cruise on the lower half and I thought that whole opening sequence just looked weird uh because they yeah. try to do both they try to they try to please everyone in the way that he runs and there's even a a line when they when they rescue Kara in in a in a Russian prison and and Barry B says you should have seen that in slow motion and it's like no I don't think I wanted to I I, we, I mean the audience did and <laughs> we didn't I didn't think it was good at all um, yeah so yeah it's it's very questionable I didn't I didn't enjoy the the baby part at all I thought it was also just a bizarre choice to make it the end credit sequence as well I thought that looked yeah like an acid trip of a it 
it's it's a whole issue that I have with this movie, which is that it feels like the movie is like a dad driving their kids on a road trip and just keeps turning back to their kids in the backseat going like, isn't this fun? Aren't you having fun? Isn't this the most fun? And it's like vaguely threatening. Um, that's how this movie felt like the whole time is it's like, you better be having fun because we're having fun. This is fun. I think get strap in guys. Fun time is here. It's time for fun. Yeah. Here it is. Um and it's it was it was not uh fun. Um and and that feels like like oh well obviously everyone's going to love the baby sequence. So we're going to make that the closing credits cuz it's going to be everybody's favorite part of this movie. Um Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know whose choice that was, but uh new new No, new. that no, that you. and I, I don't want to get too much into the visual effects for it, but it, what, sure. this is a $300 million movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you mm-hmm. see how well, many visual effects companies were in the credits at the end when they yeah. were just like, um, I mean, like there was their, they to, had their hand in the pot of everybody. Like everybody was just making to be fair to the, after another forever, this movie. like To be fair to the budget, to be fair to the budget, yes, it is a $300 million movie. However... It's really only like a 175 movie, uh, maybe 200, because a lot of that is sunken development costs on Flash movies that they've been trying to make for the past 20 years and never have. Whenever that happens and the movie finally comes out, they sink all of that lost cost into the movie so that they can write it off on the taxes finally. Um, So we're talking Flash movies going all the way back to like probably the... um, Ryan Reynolds one mm-hmm. uh, that they tried to make around like Batman Begins era. Um, so yeah, like every script, every every development thing, every deal that they made with a director, um, all of that was you know sunken into the budget of this movie. Yeah. So uh, there is zero chance that this movie uh, turns a profit in any way whatsoever. Uh, yeah. So, but I think one thing we can all agree on is that it was aiming to emulate something successful right i mean you're saying mm-hmm. it feels like a very bad james gunn attempt i have my sam raimi bits and nathan was saying that it just it's trying to emulate something else and it's like is it is it is it trying to be like is it is it you know the the question of dc always trying to catch up is it trying to be that is it is it really is this flashpoint movie with with the mindset of like are you guys having fun yet is it like is this movie really trying to steal or the thunder that's out there in comic book uh, movies because it feels I like it, it. Just, i think it was just trying to ride coattails um mm-hmm. but i am so uh maybe i just wasn't aware but that kind of doesn't make sense because i've been in stores um but the marketing for this movie just kind of seemed like it fell a little flat um mm-hmm. i don't think i remember seeing like an end cap of flash action figures um which maybe mm. there are not um or maybe it's just the uh like dc universe icons line that you know just has the ezra miller model or yeah what have you um but but <laughs> i agree with scott with with you know trying to just do fan service thing and saying like hey is isn't this fun this is what you wanted right this is this is what you wanted um, this is great. This is what you wanted, and we're delivering it. So you kind of 
uh, you know, you, be- you better enjoy it. Uh, here's some points that y- you're definitely going to enjoy. And they have the applause and laughter sign lit up. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of... Uh, I don't, it's, forced is, is somebody, kind of an aggressive word. Oh, my word. God. Somebody, <laughs> somebody needs to edit in canned laughter over that baby sequence. Like, like, like just like, like an audio, like a studio but, audience yeah. laughter like over really it. Really tinny, yeah. like echoey um, studio audience. Too. Yeah. Like, every time they like he puts the baby in the microwave and it's... Ah! Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's... Because it would be really funny. Somebody should make that movie on the internet. Um, anyway. there's, I mean, there's just nothing to appreciate some of the moments in, in this movie. It's like, am I supposed to enjoy this? I can't enjoy it because it doesn't look good. I can't enjoy it because mm-hmm. I don't know why you chose to make this sequence for this long and, and, and chose to go with that. Because um, I mean, obviously Flashpoint... There's always like this starting action bit with the Justice League, you know, like the Flash is here helping the Justice League. There's a big issue; it requires all hands on deck, um, and mm-hmm. but then the baby scene takes over, and it's like, what is going on here? Why do I have to look at this? Yes. It doesn't even look good. So this is this is a really good point to like bring up my next thing, which is the whole inciting incident of this, because. Um, I have a huge, massive issue with the inciting incident of this because I think it's completely unmotivated. Um, And I think that, okay, so he gets on a call with his dad, presumably who he's talked to lots of times in prison about his case um, and, and things, and, you know, tells him the bad news about the scrambled video or whatever, that he doesn't look up at the camera or whatever. Um, And, is like, you know, I'm so sorry. And he's like, ah, it's okay. You know, maybe it's okay that I stay in here and whatever. And I'm like, I why would he ever do that? That's such a weird reaction to that. Um, but, uh, and he goes, while he's talking to him on the phone about just typical normal stuff that he always talks to him, he flashes down to his old childhood home and has all these, like, you know, vivid flashbacks of what happened that night um, that his mom died and that he gets emotional, runs real fast, runs so fast that he uh, finds the cosmic treadmill. Um, well, and that's what it yeah. is. That's that's what 100 percent what it is. It's their adaptation of the cosmic treadmill. That's what it is. Um, you might not like but it. I don't like it either. It's a tangible device. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. I am not saying I like it. I'm saying that's obviously what it is. Um, so he finds the cosmic treadmill, runs on it, realizes he can go back in time and then gets this bright idea of like what the impetus of the movie is. So the reason oh, go I ahead. was going to say right. I, th- I th- my mind immediately went to cosmic carousel. <laughs> kind of had a circle and there was a lot of different what's the yeah. what's the uh there was a uh, anyway there's there's a mechanism what that's like it? a circle and it's like different layers kind of like a cake and it had it spins and it does different oh yeah, yeah. You know i'm talking about there was a there was a uh, yeah i know what you're talking 21 about savage music video or it does sorry, that Pharrell yeah. music video Pharrell just, music. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. came out anyway yeah. um anyway yeah. cosmic treadmill we're good uh yeah, yeah yeah okay so 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 that's the that's the thing right that's what pushes our plot into act yeah. two um, so here, here's my thing. I hate this. And the reason <laughs> I hate this is that, um, he has no motivation to do this right 
now. Like, I don't know why this moment is so much more emotional than any other time that he's talked to his dad. What made him go home now? What made him get so emotional now um, that made him find this, this time travel thing? So my thought is two things. One, you could have earlier had the Justice League thing result in him having to run really fast, so fast that he finds the cosmic treadmill and gets this bright idea, right? I think that could have been an easy solution. Um, the other version, which I, is my preference, is that he finds out that his dad is, he, it's not about him going on parole or or being up for parole or anything like that. His dad is on death row and he is going to be executed. Yeah. Um, and he is going to be executed soon, very yeah. soon, unless he figures this out now. Yeah. Um, that's what this movie needs to drive us into the rest of it. And this is just a nice little arty thing. And going back to what Mark was saying earlier about is this movie a well-made movie or not? It's not. Um, <laughs> here's a good reason why. Later in the movie, they have... Uh, they have Barry create an electric chair for himself to give himself powers again. They could have, again, drawn a straight line from him in that electric chair and his dad in a real electric chair. Um, and you could have had this great thing where he finally goes back in time when his dad is being strapped into the chair. So he literally has, like, seconds to, like, figure this out and pull the trigger on this. Um, then it's like, oh my God, like he has to do this right now or his dad's going to yeah. die. And you feel that emotional, like that, that huge emotional crux, the entire movie. And right now you feel nothing. There's no reason this needs to happen right yeah. now. And that drives me absolutely crazy. Um, the same thing happens in the comic book. He just kind of just goes, it was just like a memory of yeah. his mother. And he's just kind of like, I, I guess it's at that point in the character's life where he's like i've had it i'm gonna try it and he just and he just goes um it's just like i think they maybe 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 they were trying to 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 to, to say that there was like a, a time frame that barry needed to do all this but like they didn't because at the end of the movie it's like he gets back in time and then he immediately has to go to his father's court appeal but that's just the appeal like it's the next day so right. to me, that's like, OK, I guess like he was his dad called him a day before the court appeal saying like, hey, you're going to come by. You're going to come check this out or whatever. Like, what is there anything new development? And he just so happened to yeah. get the little flash drive from Bruce like that same night. Um, but that wasn't conveyed like it just it just happened so no. uh and, you know. and there's no stakes because an appeal is different from exactly an execution exactly yeah <laughs> well, yeah I exactly mean, um like an appeal is like oh we don't have any evidence for this appeal okay well he goes back to That's jail it. no yeah, big yep. deal um but as soon as you have evidence you bring the evidence and the appeal happens quickly um, because they don't want to be sued for keeping someone longer in prison who's innocent than needs right. to be. Um, because uh, that's that's not good. That's not good for anybody. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't. It feels very unmotivated and and kind of like, oh, I guess yeah. We the movie needs to happen. So and that's how I felt about the movie in totality. And and when I asked like, is this a well made movie? I don't think it is in general. Um, and, and I think the movie does that thing where it's like, time to go back in time. And then also the movie's like, the movie's over now. 
And this movie ended in probably like the most abrupt way in any of these DC movies where it's just like, here's the revelation. Say goodbye to your mom. The movie's now over. And I was just like, oh, okay. So this everything just fell at the end uh, for me. Yeah. Uh, but that's skipping ahead. But it just that's how it felt where it was just like they spent a lot of time on stuff that, as you said, Scott, would be like, are you having fun? And if the answer is no, the parts that are important, we're just going to dump it and you and and not spend any time on it. It's like, oh, okay, I guess, sure, time to have fun again. Yeah, I just I find it crazy that people are calling this movie so emotional, um, because you need to have stakes to feel any like yeah. like the kinds of emotions that this movie's trying to make and they just don't they really um, just thrust it all on to Ezra's acting um which i and, do and think and his and his mother yeah. his, the actress playing yeah. his mother um, which yeah. i do think that it they did um i i really do think Ezra was uh emotional and did bring an emotion to the flat so i apologize that's a dog <laughs> I, I I I agree that they did a good job um with what they were given which wasn't much. Mm-hmm. Um and so I think that it's at sometimes I think that it feels a little heavy-handed. Um you know depend like based on like the information that we're given and the story that they're telling in this movie. Um it just it feels a little baseless a lot of the yeah. time. Um I That's don't know. Fair. It 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 they they do they they do an admirable an admirable job with a lot of stuff that they, a lot of balls they have to juggle as an as an actor in this movie but ultimately the movie just doesn't do them any favors I don't no think. that's that's really where it is it's just um they they showed up uh but the movie was kind of mm-hmm. just like this is this is going this is greenlit it's going forward you're either here or mm-hmm. it, we're doing it without you um so I really just think it was everybody yeah. just kind of everybody just showed up. Which I I don't know I don't know if I I don't recall if if Barry had an emotional moment with his father being on the being outside of glass, you know like you know your your mom's alive that's amazing but you're also seeing your dad in person I'm sure that's amazing too right No oh okay he's just he came yeah. back from the store and say hey what's up champ. And uh, no, your dad's free from prison. That's like the whole point of the movie as well, isn't it? Um, that yeah. so um, I I I don't know if the uh, this might not be important, but I didn't I couldn't tell if the mother was actually Italian or are they Italian? Uh, I believe they're Italian based on the fact that they're making tomato sauce and 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 Andy Muschietti. He's is Italian. Italian, exactly. So that's what I was thinking. I I assume that's what's happening here. Um, as an Italian myself, uh, I found uh, turning Barry Allen into like an Italian American a really weird yeah. choice. He's also supposed to be Jewish because he's he's uh, he says he's Jewish in in Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is like. So, so is he half Jewish, half Italian? Well, that would mean that he'd actually have to go to practice and would would go to temple because if his mother, yeah, like, is that's just me assuming that his mother is Italian and his father would be Jewish. Like, then, then it is in practice. Like, it's not just a bloodline of of Hebrew, you know? Um, right, right. I don't know. It's bizarre. <laughs> it was a bizarre choice. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. my my fiance is also Italian. She was the same way. Like, 
I think she's speaking Spanish. I don't know if that's Italian because it 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 sure came across as like I I I hear it as Spanish, but I don't know that it's just I'm missing yeah. the the Italian dialect in it. The, no, it it seemed Spanish to me too. It could be that she's an actress from like I mean, we, well, let me look this up right now. I mean, it's entirely possible that she could be like an actress from uh, uh she's Hispanic and that she's that's very near Spanish. Sp- 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 yeah, she's you know? speaking Italian um, or something. It's just coming off that way. Yeah, but it's, but it was a bizarre choice, oh, and I was I was very it. confused by it because as no, she is a Spanish actress, so. She was presumably she was either supposed to be Italian and was speaking Spanish and no one at Warner Brothers thought anyone would notice or she's supposed to be Spanish, not Italian, which is, again, very confusing because she's making her. She's known for her famous spaghetti dinners on Sunday. The whole house smelled like basil. And I was like, oh, this he's Italian. This is cool. Right. And then I'm like. I don't yeah. know if he's Italian. I don't, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, don't mean, that is... I don't mean to like. Well, once again, just another red flag of like, this movie isn't particularly well. Yeah. It's so um, confusing because w- yeah. I was thinking about it. I was like, well, Muschietti, he's Italian. Maybe he's, you know, he's doing one for the Italian Americans. Like we're, you're getting your representation. Yeah. You're not just like pigeonholed into the white category. I'll... You know? I will never get an Italian American superhero uh, until I make one yeah. myself. You don't uh, get... because they're always mobsters, always. Yeah. Um, and and if not, then you just have to be full Italian, and then you get movies like Luca, where it's just like, this is how Italian you are. Right. And you're like, no, I okay, I'll just stop trying, please, stop trying. <laughs> yeah, if you're like, it's either Goodfellas or it's yeah. Luca. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was it. Was also uh, just very confusing. But what you were saying about like the it, it it warrants emotion from you, and it just I cannot give it to you. And the biggest one for me, and, and especially my fiance, who went to go see it because of this character, is Supergirl, Kara Zor-El, in which it's like, God damn it! I wish I gave a shit about you, but I truly yep. don't. Yep. And it's not especially when when she goes from being a MacGuffin to uh, being a, a, a fridged, yeah. oh, a fridged character like over and over and over and over and over again. Like so much like just kick you talk about kicking you when you down da- when you're down like to take a MacGuff, take the basically the only main female character in the movie, turn her into a literal MacGuffin, then just kill her over and over and over and over again to motivate the hero into becoming a villain is, um, (laughs) wow. Really? That's the choice. It's hard. It's hard. (laughs) It's hard to get excited. It was hard to get excited about Cara Zorel's appearance when the first line is like, she's being kept in that giant scrotum in which my fiance went red with rage at that point. And I was just like, uh-huh. I feel the energy. I know exactly like there. First of all, as a, it looked nothing like a scrotum as a male character. <laughs> do you, you know what a scrotum looks like? You yeah. don't have to say it. Who wrote this? Why is it that comic book movies have to keep putting male genitalia in the faces of children and women. I don't know. I don't know why. Well, regardless of that, I just don't know why superhero ne- movies need to be blue at all. 
like at all. Like, right, regardless of the male or the female or the blah blah blah. Like, I that's irrelevant. Why do you need to go blue? Mm. Like, why is that the move? Why do we need to have blue humor in our four quadrant? You know, <laughs> superhero action adventure movies. Um, it's I don't understand. It, just, it was so infuriating to be like, this is this is a joke now. This is this is the part where there are people yeah. laughing. That is that this prison that looks nothing like that has to be referred to as such. Oh, by the way, we just rescued not Superman. That's interesting. It's like, I, what what emotion do you want me to have right now? Because this is so confusing. Yeah. And then it's not. It's also not Kal El, which if I didn't know a single thing about this movie, would be like, wow, what a surprise, what a revelation. I don't know who this character is. She's she's also Kryptonian. That's cool. It's like. I wish I gave a shit, but at this point I don't. And it's just like the movie was just going further and further and further. And, and then, and then it just, it just ends that way. And like, it, it ends that way. And then they introduce, yeah. <laughs> they, they just start introducing more cameos and stuff. And it's like, you guys are still having fun. It's like, no, I'm upset at this point, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> like, the the whole Zod sequence too, um, uh, what a waste of! I can't believe they convinced Michael Shannon to come back for this paycheck, baby. Um, Money's green. No, I I get that it's a paycheck, <laughs> but he doesn't strike. He doesn't usually strike me as that kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he, I think you know. I mean, he's literally doing press around this movie and talking about how it's like. Uh, you know, somebody poured out a bunch, a box full of action figures and just started banging them together, and that's the movie. Yeah. Um. So it's not like he has a lot of respect, artistic respect for this no. movie. Maybe artistic so respect just, for the but, character, though. That's that may be a thing. Yeah. That may be I a think, thing. And if it is him really liking the character, his rendition of General Zod, then I am all for that because yeah. I love that. Um. <laughs> so for sure. I, I just don't know why it needed to be Zod in this movie instead of like a million. You could have had e, you had Jason Momoa show up. Just have it be evil Aquaman leading, uh, uh, you know, Atlantis uh, to like take over, uh, you know, the dry land um, because the Zod thing doesn't make any sense because it's just like. What what does like, I'm sorry, like, I know you guys I, I don't love Man of Steel. I know you guys do. But like Man of Steel and Tim Burton's Batman do not belong together. I agree. That's <laughs> at yeah. all. Maybe that and in my mind that's like okay, that's why like that's why the Tim Burton universe uh ends that day because that's just like the yeah. the I don't I don't know. I kind of I defend the Black Zero event to the end of my day. And in Man of Steel, like well, uh, that is yeah. that yeah. is the biggest event that for sure. happens for sure. um that is like a you know it it, it has the potential to, to just destroy earths and yeah. it does um, and to we, man of steel's credit they want it to be just its own thing and like create the story and mm-hmm. sure whatever you you did man of steel zach and and david descore you're like you made that movie and want it to not be attached to anything else and so to then bring it and right. try to attach it to every other dc movie that exists it's like now it looks weird that we're fighting in a desert and it looks like yeah the the man of steel for what you said scott looks like mud that it doesn't make for a nice third act to bring it back and be like now we're gonna have michael keaton's batman fight in a desert that looks 
In like, it's like the daylight. same color as the sky. Just like it, what's put a going? Pa- put a pause yeah. on that statement. That was going to be what I wanted to bring about. But um, sticking yeah. with this whole, uh, I don't know, the, the the Black Zero event that that's happening, um, as it just being the biggest tragic event uh, in in DC extended universe. Um, I'm okay with that. Uh, there's just like different things that should have been handled a lot differently that, that part, happened in this movie mm-hmm. uh to to at least try to keep continuity or at least try to keep um i guess continuity is the right word but like you know yeah. it doesn't have to be exactly the same but at least kind oh. of have an alternate version of something that happened a good example is uh what happened in the movie when uh Michael Keaton Batman was flying in his uh batwing and um, Mark, help me out. Um, Namek. Uh, Namek does the jump onto the to the Batwing. Mm-hmm. Like that's in my mind. Like that's the continuity in this universe. That didn't happen to a Warthog U.S. military aircraft. That happened to the Batwing. So like that's mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Um, but it's, it it was kind of um, just an, a reason to just have an all out metahuman war uh without it being dark side i guess i think warner like, brothers is still like afraid of of man of steel after all this time it's like people got upset that a city was being destroyed with people in it and they said now we have to fight yeah. in deserts for every movie like we cannot yeah. afford yeah for people to get hurt like yeah one woman has to fight aries in an empty airfield like Aquaman has to. F- uh, they're all CG. No, yeah, yeah, no. God, God forbid, because God forbid, God forbid, right? We take this, we we take this fight into the city, and you have two flashes, and the older Flash tells the younger Flash, "Your job is just to save everyone." Like he was Go. told in the beginning yeah, in the Justice. Exactly, Jesus, like, exactly. See, this is what I'm talking about. The <laughs> the movie's just not written very yeah. well. Like, like that is such a simple thing where it's like, oh, we're gonna wreck. Mm-hmm. The, like, obviously, Metropolis is gonna get wrecked, but you are gonna save everyone because you're the yeah. Flash. Yeah. Why couldn't you bring one um, line of dialogue? Save one person then you'll yeah. know what to do See, next that, like and, that's that is one of the most inspirational things that anybody has ever told the character of flash ever mm-hmm. like hey drop the hat drop the microphone drop anything that you're carrying that is take that home with you you know mm-hmm. we ever gonna hear it again nope yeah being a hero is, <laughs> is protecting those that you love and of course um i agree with you like the black zero event in the dceu because we haven't had much else is like one of the the biggest singular like linchpins in the entire cinematic yeah. universe. And so I do like that it's like the bit of retcon of like I tried to be a hero during the Black Zero event. I had like this mock-up suit mm-hmm. um whatever mm-hmm. and it's like that's that's good enough. That's fine. I like that you tried. Um yeah. maybe there I, I I think Warner Brothers is is I don't know if they're trying to make movies by committee now or something or they're just like reading into twitter like a lot of people yell at uh you know people who advocate for the snyder cut before its release of like oh you know they're just like bowing to the demands of angry nerds on on the internet it's like they do that still mm-hmm. you know Zack snyder's not making dc yeah. dc movies anymore uh so now that he's out of the picture who do you blame now because it's he's he's doing something else he's living his dream out there on netflix you know um and and these DC movies are still doing the same mistakes. So like, when you know, 
Warner Brothers, sell the DC yeah. to, to someone else, please, at this point. like, Because I feel like the decisions they make that they go from, that trickle down are like what lead to the movie being like this. It's like, why are you? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what this like DC as a separate studio looks like, you know? I mean, we're not, we haven't seen the fruits of that <laughs> at all. So, um, I mean, it's entirely possible that uh, David Zaslav uh, knows that he doesn't have a creative bone in his body and is like trying to get out of that, get out of the way versus the previous um, people that were uh, running Warner uh, uh, Brothers who were constantly uh, putting their uh, hands where they didn't belong. Exactly. Um, so, you know, you never you never know. You never know. Yeah. Uh, it's new leadership could be a lot of things. This was not made under any of them. Um, so this was made under the previous, the previous reign. So, um, here's a yeah. question for you, Scott, then. Um, I mean, we are yeah. starting to see the, the fruits of this movie. Uh, and that is that Andy Muschietti is being tied to this Batman Brave and the Bold. Uh, after yeah. seeing some Batman footage in this movie, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I mean, I, I don't know what they're thinking with that but I, I well somebody did point out that like the reason that they like him is because he did it like he made the movie like it it he made a movie um and that is more than can be said about literally the dozens of directors who have tried to make a flash movie before now um none of them succeeded he succeeded where all of them <laughs> failed um like it or not ha, ha. you know and that's how how right like, i don't know like, well I, and not even like out yeah. of amazement it's more of just like curiosity of like well why did you get picked like <laughs> yeah just like was I it don't just know. you you found the ending and you're like this is completed let's just well, yeah, i, I think no. every other director had, he, he had just, you know they they had no's they were like no i won't do this no i won't do that and they just found someone yeah. who would say yes to giving them the movie that would get them a yeah. billion dollars they all had integrity and yeah, he didn't yeah, maybe yeah. <laughs> um yeah but but regardless of that uh, you know i think that we don't know what happens behind closed doors you know we don't know the conversations that all of these creatives are having privately it could be very much like a andy muschietti is like look i did the the best that I could. I did the job. I got the movie out and done. It's not what I would have wanted, but I listened to what, you know, the execs wanted and I turned it into something that holds together, I guess, yeah. you yeah. know, and maybe James Gunn is just like, yeah, you know what? You deserve a shot to make a movie that's fully your own. Who knows? Maybe that's the conversations that are happening behind closed doors. We have no idea, you know, um, so I don't want to <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to judge it too harshly, um, ju judge him as a director too harshly, because I feel like this movie was largely taken out of his hands um, creatively by the previous uh, reign of Warner okay. Brothers. But um, do you feel confident Mark, I... that oh. he could do a Batman movie? Or oh, Nathan? Oh, can I answer the, your Batman question? Go for it. It was going to yeah. be like one of my main questions was um, uh, all of it. Uh the just the the every batman part uh in this movie w has been my least favorite batman thing to ever happen um mm. and i need you to under both of you i need you to understand the weight of what i just mm -hmm. said that is something <laughs> that is very hard to do i love batman 
like to a fault. It's just that's just the that's just part of my human person is just Nathan likes Batman. He's always liked Batman. That's just it. He gets it. He understands. It's cool. You know, I'm proud of that. Um, everything Batman in this Flash movie that happened uh, has been my least favorite thing to ever happen to Batman. It was just, and it's nothing I'm like, I'm not mad. I'm not pissed off or anything by any means. No, God, no. It's just like, that's not, I'm not disappointed. It's not anything. Like, it's, maybe that's what I'm indifferent about. It's just like, I don't care. There's not, that. there was no good Batman in this movie uh, <laughs> at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of funny yeah. things that I was cracking up at ab- about the idea of what they were bringing to that character of the Batman, and I was just like, I'm in stitches. Like, you're st- how did that? How did you guys get away with that? Like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just not fun. Um, so if that's going to be the future of that character, <laughs> I'm out. Like, that's not that's I'm okay. Yeah. You can Brave and the Bold already. It's like what I don't. You're doing the incorrect uh, promotional image. You're doing the 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 Grant Morrison. Frank quietly, uh, Dick Grayson, Damian Wayne, like Batman promotional right? image. Yeah, like the Batman and Robin stuff. Like that's, if you're gonna do, like it's a cool picture. It's a cool picture because it's a really cool fucking, sorry, it's a really cool run. It's a great <laughs> run. Like it's an amazing uh-huh. run. It's some of the best Batman stories to ever exist. Um, uh, Dick Grayson's one of the best Batman to ever exist for a reason like those stories were told for a reason so if that's where you're going with it i have full faith in it but after what i just saw in this flash movie nope that's not batman that's like Mm. what i don't know what you're doing you're if that's your idea of a justice league batman what are you basing it off of like what do you well okay (laughs) let me let me let me let me let me pot let me let me try to cool you off a little bit um number one andy muschietti did not write this movie um so let's 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 stop yeah. there okay so like the 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 depiction of batman um is only half his okay. fault because he did not write this and he didn't even develop this movie um he's a hired gun who just came <laughs> in and directed the movie that they wanted to be yes. made um you know uh so so let's 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 t- look at that and then two um i think a, a large part of why all of the Batman stuff doesn't work, and I completely agree with you. Um, it doesn't work because it's written poorly um, and and out of character for these mm-hmm. Batman. Um, and Severely. it so there's it feels yeah. off. It feels weird. It feels weird seeing Batman during the daytime. Uh, any Batman, um, but it, it it feels weird, especially seeing these Batman. Uh, in in like broad daylight, um, it, it feels weird, and it's kind of the only time we see yeah. them. We see Bruce Wayne more at night than we see Batman <laughs> at night in this movie. Uh, um, yeah, I agree. So, yeah. like, if yeah, th- the the amount of Batman is what I enjoyed in this movie. Yeah. I really do like yeah. that. That was a thing, but yeah. that comes with the Flashpoint paradox story. Like, that's just inherent, yeah. you know. And in my right. mind. It's like you're doing the Flashpoint paradox, okay? You're doing the whole Batman relationship, okay? You're you're doing the Thomas Wayne thing. Nope. What? No. Nope. I'm sorry. What? No, and they then, stripped all of the yeah. emotions out like, of the oh, ba- of the out of the Batman storyline. Like, well, yeah. well, we couldn't do that. I don't know if the whole idea was supposed to be 
what Zack was doing with Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and that was supposed to be a tie-in maybe at some point in you know, 2012 yeah. when someone conceived this, they were like, yeah, that'll be really cool. And I agree, that would be really yeah. cool. Um, but yeah. you didn't do that, and that's okay. But what you did do was, I guess, grasp at straws and try to figure out what the next be- best option was. And in your mind, the next be- best option for replacing the Thomas Wayne character in the Flashpoint story with <laughs> the Michael Keaton Batman, the the Bruce... Right. Uh, or the, the Tim Burton Batman. Like, that's. I don't know if it was just like one phone call you had to Michael Keaton. It was like, hey, do you want to do this? He said, yeah. And you were like, all right, guess that covers it. We don't have to do anything else. Move on. Like, if that was it, then. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. But if it was yeah. really like, if I mean, you're grasping at straws, it's like, I guess we could try to get Michael back into the suit and try to get him into whatever he was doing. It's like, well, you, you think you're going to get that guy back into an, a, a character that he was in a mindset yeah. for? When he was in 1989, he wasn't even in the mindset of Batman when he was playing Batman. Like, <laughs> you know, it's it's. I I think it's completely a marketing. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. Um, it really was. Where Mar, Mar- yeah, where they were like, oh man, that'll sell tickets. I mean, it didn't, as no, we've learned not at all. But but they thought like, oh, that'll be an easy sell. Right. Like we will we'll put Michael Keaton in the movie back as Batman. People will eat that up and go. And I think they vastly underestimated or overestimated the interest in that uh from anyone under the age of 30 yeah like where were they getting um, those ideas just from like 10 year old internet posts that they were like well i guess we can run with that um no it's just i don't know the and it's um, every time someone goes you know ben affleck's the worst batman ever like michael keaton is still the the goat and then it's like wb goes should we should we bring him back? Yep. Should we? You well, know, they did. Would that would obviously. Would, would you buy a ticket if if he came back? Yeah. And then and then they throw a bone to all the Snyder Bros and say, "Hey, what if we bring back General Zod from Man of Steel? You like that movie, right? You'd see this movie if he if he came back and Feora came back. And you remember those characters that we don't give a shit about? What if they came I don't back? Think too? it was Feora. They Andre Trout. She also came back into the studio was wore it? a mocap suit. Uh, Heather said something similar to, like what. You know, like, did they just like show up and they like scan them and like had an AI just generate yep. like special effects for them for or something? And, like, because it, yeah. it doesn't even look like they're there in the movie, but there's behind the scenes of them in this movie. Oh, but it's like, I don't, know. I don't know if you were just yeah. photographed. It's, it's, it was all just, yeah. um, it just didn't work. Uh, and there's a lot no. that needs to work with what you're doing with Flashpoint and if you introduce that Batman character, especially when you did yeah. that reboot of The Flash and he is like, you know, get, getting on that whole technical side of, you know, oh, I'm I'm good friends with Batman. I know all of his stuff. I know where his Batcave is. I know how to work his computer, like that whole mm-hmm. thing. Like, I, I don't, there's different uh, tones to a Batman in a Flashpoint that yeah. uh, really makes sense and these just did not hit any of them and it just nothing really made sense um Mm -hmm. i'm not mad at the fact that batman was fighting in the middle of the day uh i'm not mad at the fact that the opening sequence was at nine o'clock in the morning and batman was on his motorcycle (laughs) destroying cars that are commuting to work um 
I'm really not, you know? That's fine. Uh, I, I, Like I said, I welcome everything and all Batman stuff. I just want all the content because I want to see what everybody wants to do with it. It's a great character. It's like Shakespearean almost. I just want other people to play that character to see what they can bring to it. I want other people to write that just to see what their idea of Batman is. If it doesn't work, then you can't write Batman. If it does work, then you're like, dang, that was cool. Maybe you should do something else because... That's kind of like, it opens doors for a lot of other st- stuff. Uh, anyway, um, the Batman in the daytime was fine up until, like, it really was just the desert battle and everything was just so drowned out in this white blinding sand light and and lightning. And it just, yeah, nothing, nothing really fit. Um, ben Affleck's Batman looked so terrible in this movie <laughs> yeah. like yep. i don't know yep. i re- like really really bad really bad the suit mm-hmm. just did not look i don't i don't know what was going on with his uh oh he had like his, the, his he had like the soda can or, plastic yeah the thing you're supposed to just, cut before you throw it away so fish don't get stuck in it he had like it was really hexagons odd, on him uh, for some reason yeah, like plastic, yeah. you know, bars and and things that were going on, and I don't know if that's like maybe someone was like this new is action Batman figure. That's all it is. Batman motorcycle jacket, but motorcycle jackets <laughs> look really cool, and yeah. Batman would look really cool in a motorcycle jacket. Nope, give him some weird chest plate, and it doesn't fully uh, form to his body because yeah. it's all baggy <laughs> in his abs. So yeah, uh, I don't know. It yeah. just it all looked bad. The cowl looked terrible. Um, the color scheme yeah. that. I don't understand. That's that's the part of nostalgia that like really, I'm beside myself with. Like, well, it's cool it's that like... that Batman has different costumes, right? But then, like, if your choice is to go like the gray and blue, because that's just, I don't, I don't know. What? Please, de- like, describe to me why you chose to switch from like the black nighttime Batman and it's a gray and blue because he does now do daytime stuff. Cool. Just tell me that, but, you know, just don't just, like, give me a weird flappy cowl that has a really weird blue mm-hmm. tint, and everything else is also blue because you're trying to mimic a Zack Snyder movie, but yeah. it's it's not because nothing's that blue. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. It, I think... I... The, the color... The coloring is not the problem. It's the design of it. I think... I think... I think if it looked cool <laughs> and it was those colors, um, I you would make it would make sense like, oh yeah, okay, because like the black doesn't look it would look weird during the day. And you know what? It does look weird during the day because we see it yeah. later on when Keaton's wearing the black bat suit, it looks really weird in like the desert uh sun. It looks strange. Yeah. Um it would make sense that Batman would have two different suits. He has like a night suit and a day suit. That makes sense to me yeah. in my mind. Uh, that's fun. Just Absolutely. I would yeah. love to see the designs yeah. for the daytime suit. Like, that's where my head <laughs> yeah. is at. Like, I want to, uh, yeah. yeah, give me all of the Batman content, you know, just just yeah. whatever. Maybe he should have had a desert suit. That he had all the other ones. They made a point yeah. to, like, give you the scuba and the action figures and the stuff. Yeah, they like, reference okay. all the other Kenner dolls that they made at the you time. Know? Yeah. Why didn't he have a, a I was, flight I, suit or something? I was thinking that. That's the thing, though. They wanted him in the iconic Tim Burton Batman suit. Yeah. That's the problem. Is Because they couldn't... They didn't want... They're like, yeah, we're going to show that he has all these special suits for special circumstances, but we're not going to use any of them because, obviously, that's not what the fans right. want. And I'm like... 
I I just want a good yeah, movie, guys. I, just, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, I mean, we didn't we haven't even talked about the, the Flash suit itself, but I feel like that's a suit that I don't know if anyone has fallen in love with ever since they revealed it at like DC Fandom. No. One. No. Yeah. I kind of was. I didn't. No. I didn't really care for it. Um, They're always trying to capture know, that, like Francis Manipal, like yellow lines, and it's well, like, I hate that. well, no, it's Jim Lee lines, but like I, that. That's fine yeah. if you if you're gonna do that with the suit. Whatever. It's modern. That's okay. It probably just gives Ugh. it a little bit more dimension than just having you know plain crimson spandex, I guess. Um, so it seems like they were trying to do more with the suit but it looked like they were doing way too more with the suit yeah um almost yeah. in like a schumacher-esque kind of style with just the definition of the muscles um i don't know like tone yeah. it down or make it a less glossy suit um yeah the texture the of it is what really bothered me thing that's <laughs> yeah. going on with it it looks Ugh. almost looks alien in a way like like they like yeah. xeno technology was was used which doesn't make, doesn't make sense. sense. Yeah, um, it is a very bizarre suit no. as well. So, like d- design wise, there's a lot of things that just don't make sense. Um, and then, you know, we're talking about all the the cameos and how they seem out of place. There's one cameo that's like, wow, that's that's actually in the environment of this character. But leave it to Warner Brothers to reference a movie that they never made, in which yep. <laughs> Superman Lives is referenced with Nick Cage, and it's like. Oh, this looks great. You never fucking made this movie. I'm sorry. It's like, yep. How did. Yeah, you're not allowed to pretend that this is a callback. This is, as far as anyone knows, this is a callback to a bit in Kevin Smith's like evening with Kevin yeah. Smith DVD, yeah. like a story that he told. That's what this was. You would you adapted that. Congratulations, because yeah. that never happened. You never yeah, made you that. Saw thing. the the three minute um, clip on the internet. And then, like, you just ran with yeah. it. I don't yeah. know. It was, uh, it's just, it was, that's where all those things were in my mind when I was like, okay, you're trying to just do the whole get the audience on board with the multiverse. Um, and yeah. whatever. I don't think anybody really is not on board with that. I think if you just do it and you just kind of have someone show up in a little bit different looking outfit, but it's the same character, you're just like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, that's, that's cool. I, I really don't I have a, I have a strong distaste for um that thing that where they like take uh, a fan lauded what if movie and like uh, turn that or, or casting choice or whatever like when there was that rumor that like Tom Cruise was going to play Iron Man in Multiverse of Madness because he was going to star in an Iron Man movie in the 90s that never happened um and I I hated that because I'm like who is that for like that's for like twenty people. Yeah. Like, why are you that's doing? What, this? I mean, that's what the Nick Cage Superman thing is for. It's like that is not for. Uh, no, anything. I know. That's like, what that's, I'm saying. A hundred percent. I yeah. feel more <laughs> in that boat about what I just watched than anything anybody has else tried to to try with yeah. that whole you know well, I, yeah. fan casting thing. Like, I mean, it's just. I'm pretty I'll sure that's how Black Adam silly... happened. Did not Boss Logic like just Photoshop? Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam and just like he did Henry Cavill as the Witcher and and, and everyone was just like this looks so like and they just no the the rock has been attached to Black Adam since 2006 as it really seven? really oh. long time yes I didn't know it was that long yes 
yeah, he was going to be the villain. He was they were they were they offered it to him in like 2006 or 7 back when they were making a Shazam movie and Black Adam was going to be the villain. And they're like, "Do you want to play Shaz- like uh, Captain Marvel or do you want to play Black Adam?" And he like waffled back and forth, ended up settling on Black Adam. They announced it in the trades. You can look it up. It's like Black Adam 2006, you'll find like the announcement of him that he's going to play Black Adam in the Shazam movie. And then he got bigger. And he was like, actually, I don't want to just play the villain uh, yeah. in another movie. I want my own movie because Black Adam is actually really special. He's a special little boy, and I want to show how special he is to the world. Uh, and and not because I'm a huge celebrity now who doesn't know how to be a supporting character in something. Um, but, yeah, that's what happened there. Like, he he's been attached to that. Literally, it took him... I think they they said seventeen years. I did not or know it was like that, that long. Like it was, yeah, yeah. It was an insanely long. It was like shortly after Scorpion King. Wow. He was yeah, attached. Yeah, that is close. To that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's wild. But I think that's um, it's still another example of like, why are we hyping this up? Like, <laughs> right? Who cares? Like, I. <laughs> Who's asking for a Black Adam movie? Like, yes, The Rock as Black Adam is fairly good casting visually. To say nothing of, like, the actual characterization of the character, probably not so much. But visually, yeah, I get it. Like, he kind of looks like Black Adam. You know, sure. Uh, That would be perfectly fine as the villain in a Shazam movie. But Black Adam should never have gotten his own movie. That doesn't make any sense. And you know what? He didn't. Because he was really just the villain in a Justice Society movie. So, and not a good one at that. uh, Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're not talking talking about that, that. and that could be a whole other thing that Um, I just really get upset about. But uh, yeah, this this movie does that where it's just like time to time to just like the power of nostalgia. It works, right? And it's like I don't think you know what that means. The power of nostalgia, like I, you can't just you can't just do that. You can't. You do whatever no. that is that's happening at the end of this movie and then roll credits like are you happy now it's like no that's that's yeah if anything i have more questions this is awful yeah. they like brought in like crisis on infinite earth's imagery with like the the planets yeah. like kind of like coll- colliding everything. and yeah, stuff absolutely but yeah then, and i was just like what are you guys like, doing but what, like why? what does it even mean like they're not even explaining what it means no, no, not at all. No, I mean, I I assume it's just all colliding because Black Flash is, or Dark Flash, or whatever they're calling him, Dark it, Flash yeah. is messing with the with the multiverse because he's making all of these changes that is like you know colliding all of these Earths together. Which, if they had just explained that that's the reason why you got your Tim Burton Batman and your your uh, Zack Snyder General Zod on the same thing where it's like, oh, they don't belong together. Like Zod's here for Clark and he's like, oh, wh- wh- where, where is he? What, where am I? Yeah. What is I mean, this? What was that? That was um, a, that was Battle Planet or whatever that was happening in what? 2017 yeah. in comic books. Um, right, which, right, right. I don't know. That would have made it, more yeah, exactly. sense. It's like, it um, makes sense though. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. It makes sense that they're yeah. not supposed um, to be sense. there, but um, it, the way that they right. explained it in this movie is that this is supposed to happen. It's just, Right, yeah, a different like, the Black Zero event happens in every single universe. Then, like that's that's right. the thing, and yeah. then that that means that every single universe has a Kryptonian in some way, shape, or form. 
Um, yeah. Which, because because what because what Michael Keaton's Bruce explains with the strands of spaghetti. Yeah, because he's Italian too. And the right? changing of a thing, because apparently he's like, yeah, he's like a multiverse expert, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but he explains that like it's oh, not God. it's not parallel lines. You didn't jump from one parallel line to another one. You you pivoted on an axis. And if you do that enough times, it turns into a bowl of spaghetti. Which So I think that's what they were saying, what the ending is. It's the bowl of spaghetti coming for revenge, um, you know, essentially. Um, so, like, if you squint, I'm like, oh, okay, sure. I guess that's what you're trying to do. But also, this is the most busted-ass time travel story I've ever, I've ever seen, um, ever. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Um, at all the 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 whole thing with with Dark Flash, right? Okay, so I want to talk about the very end of this movie. Um, Dark Flash shows up and he's like, "Ah, oh, I'm the Dark Flash. I'm what happened to Young Barry when he kept trying to save Supergirl because she is supposed to die and he's not letting her die. Um, she's supposed to be Fridge. Don't you understand? Um, I have sli- that that but- phrase, and I know like it works because it 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 makes me inside cringe because that was yeah. I was also introduced to that like in organically in what it was supposed to represent yep. in Green Lantern. So like that, and then it yep. learning yep. that it was like a worldwide phenomenon and like people using storytelling. I was like, oh my God, you got, one, you guys read comic books too? That was Green Lantern. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so every, that was Kyle Rayner Green favorite, Lantern. Like the best one. Like that was. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh mine, mine like, as well. It just yes, really, yes. it um, really hurts. And when you use that, that makes, it's an eye opener of just like, oh my yeah, God, you're right. They totally did. They were doing it. Like, yeah. Uh, I hate yeah. seeing that. I hate <laughs> noticing it. Stop yeah. calling it out. Just stop doing so, it. <laughs> so, 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 Dark Flash is like, um, you know, uh, young Barry. He just goes back and tries to save Supergirl a bunch of times, and eventually, after like an infinite amount of times, he turns into me. And then he go. He's like, but like, I have to save her, and I have to keep going. And you're trying to stop me, regular Barry. So I'm gonna kill you. And so. He goes and he goes to kill him and young Barry gets in his way and 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 takes the killing blow instead. And then Dark Flash ah, ceases to exist. So that means that there is a straight line between young Barry and Dark Flash. Now, here's the problem. And I get it. It's a paradox. But like. Your future self cannot kill your 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 past self like because. If you do, you cease to exist as the future self, and so therefore no one could kill younger self. So then if no one killed younger self, then you continue to exist or exist in a different format, I guess. But like you can't literally kill your past self. You can't. Um, it is that it doesn't it doesn't work. Like as soon as he ceases to exist, he never killed him because he never existed. Because those events never took so, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, pa- right, that's a those, paradox. Right, that event never... Yeah, it, it's a paradox. It's a paradox. But to, to, to make the end of your movie based entirely on a paradox, and that is the result. Barry, our Barry, accomplishes yes. nothing in this entire yeah. movie. Um, he accomplishes nothing. He doesn't even save his dad because that's not his dad because he's not in his universe. I agree. Now, I will say this, and then this is the same exact explanation as the comic book. It's the same thing. He doesn't accomplish 
anything. Nothing comes he from it. He reboots the universe it. at least. Does that he? is not yeah. that's not yeah, no, it's not No 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 in, in Flashpoint oh, okay, the comic yeah, is yeah. so, like yeah, the yeah. whole point is the paradox yeah. does in comic book style wipe the slate clean. Wipes it so it reboots for the new fifty two. Yeah. But then the new fifty two right. reboots and then wipes all that stuff out. But also in the new fifty two, right. pretty much everybody has all the same memories of uh, post crisis, right. so really nothing and, happened. And also, yeah. and also, the new Fifty Two wasn't caused by Flashpoint; it was caused by Doctor yeah, Manhattan. Exactly. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. Also, the new, the new Fifty Two wasn't caused by Flashpoint; it was caused by Pandora's box. Oh wait, hang on. The, the, it wasn't caused by Pandora's box; it was caused by Doctor Manhattan. Oh wait, hang on. It wasn't caused by Doctor Manhattan; yeah. it was caused by the Doomsday. Anti Monitor shows up. It's yeah. All, yeah. Yeah. It's all just it, it, it's kind of uh, silly. So yeah, you're right. No, Barry does not accomplish anything, and that is supposed to be what this moral of this very selfish thing that Barry Allen, the Flash, the most selfless character on the Justice League, that's mm-hmm. the point of the Flashpoint paradox, is that he makes a selfish choice, ruins every single timeline, and then realizes, I'm not supposed to do that. And other influential people in my life are correct. Like Batman saying these things, these scars make us who we are, you know? And like a past version of myself saying like, you know, you are my hero. Those types of things is what the Flash is supposed to learn through all of this ordeal. Um, mm-hmm. But that's mm-hmm. what you take away from <laughs> from You're reading a book, to. from storytelling and stuff, yeah. Uh, if it's kind of like not right. force-fed in dialogue and stuff or in like an inner monologue of or what have you, or even, like, giving you that, that little bit of, of, in the comic books, Flash brought back the note from, from Thomas Wayne and gave it to Batman. That was also another thing that connected the two characters. Nothing like that happened again. The only thing that this movie accomplished was resetting some sort of timeline. And it's going to pave the way, like, Blue Beetle exists in this timeline. Uh George Clooney's Bruce Wayne now. Does it? Yeah, apparently this is Do, is is it I though? Could have because right? here's that's that's my big that's my big question though. Like, did he reboot the universe successfully, or is he lost in the multiverse? Yeah, it's just a joke. I, like, haha, George Clooney's here. Oh, wait, what? I'm gonna use the no. only f bomb we get for this movie, and then roll credits. Like, the like, I, I think the takeaway is, <laughs> I don't know that just from my. <laughs> knowledge of flashpoint the purpose of it is yeah. to we have to assume things. that we have, we to, have ass- to assume i'm assuming that it is rebooting things so yeah. it is because a rebooted that's universe that's what we know and of. mainly that rebooting universe is the universe where ben affleck is not batman can we move on now we can move uh-huh. on now like that's in my mind that's what they were doing um and that's the accomplishment of flashpoint I, in this in this universe you know i don't think it it does do that though because we still have Aquaman 2. Yeah. Like everyone's calling this the last DCEU movie, but Aquaman and the Last Kingdom is coming out in December. So like this isn't the last DCEU. It's a very it's movie. very confusing. Um the the, the DC yeah. cinematic universe thing and and yes, yeah, so we have Aquaman 2, but then there you know, you have all these articles being like, "Oh, Blue, Blue Beetle is going to be the first DC character of of the DCU." And it's like isn't isn't uh like Amanda Waller's still here from Suicide Squad. Like, isn't Peacemaker still James right. Gunn's like pet project? Like, like is he? What do you mean by first DC superhero? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, right? You know, it's. Uh, it does, yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't know yeah. what any of this means. Like, and then <laughs> this movie ends no. in a way that it, like it doesn't. It doesn't 
tie back to anything that happened in the beginning of the movie. I mean, you just have Iris West come back. Kirstie Clemens comes back and says, you should ask me out to dinner. Ugh. And it's like, are we going to talk Total about, waste. like, is there anything? Imagine imagine being Kirstie Clemens, getting cast as Iris West like 10 years ago. And then this is what, this is the result. Like, because, because, you know, yeah, she's in that s- sequence in, in Zack Snyder's Justice League. But like, you know, that was like an add-on yeah. to that the was thing that she was cut out of, for. you know. Yeah, right. This is the actual thing that she signed up for, and this yeah. is what it is. You bookended something. Yeah. And it's Major. like, it, it, like <laughs> there, I guess there is a moment of payoff at some, like, like there's an opportunity with her in the beginning. It's like, she she mm-hmm. kind of remembers you. She wants to talk about stuff like this is a this is a character that you can express like your um uh your your concern about like your mother and your past and stuff that your your trauma basically is this a supporting character to support you with your trauma, and then the the movie ends with like high five your dad's out of jail, we should go out to dinner goodbye and it's like who are you what is this <laughs> what are you you're not even the same person anymore. <laughs> It's yep, yep. Uh, you know, and if I if you were to ask people what the moral of the story is, they're not going to tell you it's about selflessness or it, it, no. It, I don't know this. Mo- well, they wouldn't even tell you that about Flashpoint if they were even to read it. They would just tell you that it was a really cool, action packed. Yeah, it was. A, it was a know, chance to play with the toys before you you reset yeah. the universe again. It gave, it gave you a cool Batman. It gave you a really cool Wonder Woman and Aquaman sequence and. That's that's what's so frustrating about this is that like. I told like what you just said, Mark, is like, oh, yeah, it's your chance to like play with all the toys before you put away the toy box and and open a new toy box. Right. And you're right. It is. So what the hell is is Kara doing in this movie? What the hell is Michael Keaton doing in this movie? Why aren't we getting like alternate versions of of. Uh, ben Affleck Batman and alternate versions of of Gal Gadot's yeah. Wonder Woman and like let's if we're gonna play with the toys that we have then let's play with the toys we have not yeah. new toys. Well, I mean they, um, they had the chance to yeah. do that. There was a there was a whole thing about Superman uh, succumbing to the anti life equation. Yeah. You know, they they Barry went to the wrong part of time. He's supposed to go to the other one. Like. They the the this yeah. it was there the setup was there but no one likes Zack Snyder so we have to do something completely different bring in Michael Keaton. I just don't I don't I don't get what the point of this movie. The was point of this movie I don't know if there was one is to get people into yeah. the movie theater. They don't care how long you stay. Yeah. You bought the ticket, <laughs> but it didn't. They didn't even do that I, successfully. See, I, um, I don't know. That's a, yeah. It's, that's a bigger it's question. Flopping hard. It's not even going to have a, a as high of an opening weekend as Black Adam. Oh, I whatever. think more people went to Black Adam after they heard Henry Cavill was, was in it. Uh, well, because I think maybe um, I don't know that that's enough people to make a dent on the box office. I but, think I like I think well um, enough to to get more than Flash. I don't know. No, I don't know. Um, but uh, uh, I, I, I feel like we all forget that most of America is full of normal people who don't know any of this stuff um, and don't follow any of it and just go to the movies to have a good time. Um, but regardless, um, just to show how fundamentally broken this movie is in my mind, um, there's a scene early on in the movie 
where uh, Barry is finally after the whole baby incident. Barry finally shows up yes. at work um, after the guy at the Starbucks takes, I I assume, 20 minutes to make his little sandwich because um, there's just no way that that sequence took any less time than yeah. 20 minutes. Um, I, but anyway, he shows back up, gets the sandwich, goes to work, right? And his boss is like, you know what your problem is, Barry? You're always late. You're an intern longer than anyone else has ever been an intern. You're a lot older than the other interns. Um, and, and it's pathetic and you're a screw up. And this is, you, you should, you should get a re you should be able to have gotten a real job by now. You should be a real forensic scientist by now. This is so pathetic. Go get me my coffee. He makes a point in saying, like, the other two interns that are, like, his, like, little, like, bully friends. Yeah. They, like, bully him, but he seems kind of friendly with them, whatever, Patty and the other guy. So, but then, so there's, like, he says, you are older than our other interns. And we see the other interns, and it's those two. Then, later in the movie, 18-year-old Barry is roommates yeah. with them. And he is 18, the youngest you can possibly be to rent a place mm -hmm. legally. And he is roommates with people who are younger than him. They are presumably in high school. Um, yeah. Question mark? Like, yeah. how does that work? Fundamentally no broken is, is, yeah. is a very, no, very yeah, good fundamentally way to put, broken. Uh, this movie. Um. Uh, I'm sure there's some spaghetti logic to it, which I think is probably the worst thing. To <laughs> yeah. They were born earlier now because he moved the tomato yes. can. Yeah, um, yeah maybe. He right. moved um, the tomato can, can up. <laughs> Can I explain my fundamentally broken thing that happened in this? And it's a Batman yeah, sequence. Sure. Um, of course. Of what course. else happens? <laughs> Naturally. Um, so <laughs> when um, uh, the two berries realize that they uh, need help from from good old Bruce Wayne, and uh, they go to the old the the old manor, and it's all mm -hmm. looking like a Tim Burton set. They couldn't even do that right. Like, come on. No, that's no, what I'm saying. No, like, it's, no. they, they, they it, at least I will give them credit for trying at some points. I, they tried to do some points. The facade of the manor, yes, it did. You know, it looked like the basic facade of Wayne Manor, especially when they were probably drawing it up in the studios, whatnot. So that's fine. The gate, mm. no. If you're going to focus that much on the mm. gate, like, do Tim Burton, like, actually put it in that universe I, or whatever because i'm supposed to believe that i'm in this I feel universe like um i feel like it was the wayne manor from joker like i, I like that looked like the i was looking at joker. it too yeah. going i don't know what if this is what it really looked like <laughs> um yeah exactly yeah so, i don't know little, like you're falling a little bit it looked like that same mansion in canada <laughs> where they where they they shoot like every place God. that has a like it's that, like the mansion the, in uh arrow yeah, i hate to say the yeah, x-men mansion, X -Men mansion and, and, that's in upper, yeah. upstate new york yeah. it's like no it's not like <laughs> i hate to say they yeah the, the one in uh the one in scott pilgrim it's yeah. in scott pilgrim um, also um so yeah so like that anyway. this this whole sequence was just fundamentally broken because uh you you did not understand what you were doing with this character. You just got Michael Keaton and got these rights and just put the costume on and 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 hit you know and and got the cameras rolling. Like it just didn't yeah. work. So when they get into the Wayne Manor, they go into the kitchen. They're all rummaging around and everything like that. Um, yeah. A wild first thought to just I don't know the door to the the side that they were on was just in the kitchen. That's awesome. Great. Cool. Um, weird choice. <laughs> Um, but the sequence that happens to introduce this Michael Keaton 
Batman, this older Michael Keaton Batman, is to have him flipping around on the kitchen table while he's just mm-hmm. about to plate his spaghetti, like flipping around, mm-hmm. one flip-flop, very tattered clothes, hair unkept, and a silly little ascot. Like, that's wherever mm-hmm. that, that, <laughs> that, that Bruce Wayne character <laughs> design came from, I need to see who drew that up and be like, where now? Where were you? What were you thinking? What was the inspiration mm-hmm. behind this character? Well, yeah, honestly, that because <laughs> really it wasn't the first two it. movies that came out. It wasn't anything. It wasn't even Michael yeah. Keaton's personal style at the time that he was doing it. Like, no, yeah. you have no. I don't know where that that model came from. So it was silly. No idea. You don't know what that character is. On top of the fact that you chose to have this character plating spaghetti, kick, cooking alone in his kitchen not being that depressed anymore, just mundanely cooking in a very dirty kitchen because you don't have a butler anymore. You're also like 30 years Uh older now. Wouldn't you learn to clean up after yourself and to actually keep the house because you want to do it for Alfred? I don't know. Whatever. So unkept, uh, one sandal, one flip-flop, flipping around the table, all all while Chicago's 25 or 64 (laughs) is playing so loud. Let me explain something to you gentlemen here. (laughs) This Batman lived in a world where he fought a very theatrical, his first thing, a very theatrical clown that was really cool and liked to throw parades and stuff. This Batman lived in a universe where the main music was Prince and you get him in his kitchen alone and he's playing Chicago? What? Yeah. Where's the influence? Not even Susie and the Banshees? What are you you talking? Okay, I'll give you, like, if he doesn't want to listen to Prince because he knows the Joker love Prince and he's like, I couldn't, you, we do not play Prince in this house. (laughs) That's hilarious. I was in tears in the theater thinking about the fact that Batman is blasting Chicago while he's alone yeah. in his kitchen cooking I, spaghetti. Like, I'm like, you don't know anything about this character. You don't know any. You're just, no. I don't even know who thought that that was a fun sequence. Like, what? Like, if you're going to go, you're you're right. If you're going to go that far with it, just go all the way and have him listening to Party yeah. Man. Like, like, and just like singing along to like Party Man was by there Prince. something that like, they you were know? like, okay, I guess like if he's this age his favorite oh. music would probably be he Chicago yeah which doesn't even make any sense because like Gotham didn't Tim Burton's Gotham didn't exist in a real time period like it had prints but everyone dressed like they were from yeah. the 40s so it's like he can listen to anything I, like I, yeah <laughs> It it doesn't have to be Chicago. It could be uh, anything. Literally, it really anything. could be. I mean, it could it could have even been like classical music. What normal Batman stuff? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Mozart. Just yeah. like that character yeah. is, especially now that we've come to realize what happens to a Batman after he's in his old age and loses an Alfred and stuff, he falls into just being Batman one hundred percent. You know, not some weirdo yeah. guy that just lives alone in his dirty house and cooks spaghetti. Like yeah, at, at four o'clock yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah, like what I don't Oh and 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 successfully solved crime in yeah. Gotham. Yeah. Gotham that being was the, the other safest thing. place. Oh, to I, live. he retired. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's the safest place and to live I, in the world. Yeah, that's um, just safest place to live, but 
you live like this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, just yeah. all around, um, just a bad uh, taste in my mouth from what they were trying to do or what they wanted to do, but like not following following through with with just what pre existed before. You know, like you're not taking yeah the source material and adding it in into this new world that you're trying to build. Um, there was one moment when yeah. they were in the Bat Cave. And everything got turned on, and it was like, oh, you know, the classic lights on in the bat mo- in the bat cave, and everything comes on. It's supposed to be glorious. It's supposed to be awesome. This thing had like three things, <laughs> and uh, the one thing yep. that I thought was really funny that they tried to be like, this is also a Tim Burton bat cave, is that above the Batmobile <laughs> was like this one giant exposed pipe that just had steam coming out of it like that in my opinion was like yeah that's the only tim burton thing that you could have thought of that's the only thing yeah. out of the tim burton universe besides the batmobile that you were like we got to add that in there well how can we make it look tim burton ah uh, pipe steam coming out <laughs> it was just so stupid yeah. Stupidly funny that I, I'm. I was in stitches. You were laughing quite a this, bit. I was like, yeah. At this introduction of this Batman, I'm like, ah, oh, no way, man. Like this, there's no way. <laughs> the that Chicago this, bit was so uh, off-putting, and it, it that was very that confusing. was fun. <laughs> oh, um, God. Also, uh, we spent a whole lot of time with with Barry building his little electric chair, and then it doesn't even work, and Supergirl has to like lug his ass up to the yeah. sky to get electrocuted directly. So there's like, why did we waste all of our time doing that? Then why didn't we just start there? Like why didn't why didn't she just take him up there to begin with? Um, the bat kite. It, oh my god. That so and, and that's, <laughs> I was I was watching that going. So I know in like in the books and in the in the, in the animated adaptation there's always like oh he tries he fails he's all burnt up they try again like i have to make this work and it's like i was thinking about it, I was like do they even have time to do this again in the movie and sure enough it's just like it fails and he's like just do it again immediately like there was like no break there was no like i need yeah. to think about my life before i try this again it was like just do it again well that to be fair that is the iconography yeah, yeah. but i'm comic, saying it's, it's just like the comic i'm thinking about it and like do they haven't enough time pacing wise to just be like do it again but because of the pacing they're like we're gonna do it again immediately like we're just gonna hit the switch again it's out of juice supergirl take him up and it's like what just get him the powers back i can't believe that wasn't the first thing it was in the movie yeah it was paced horribly horribly that entire sequence was paced horribly um because yeah you want to see him in absolute agony completely fried and asking him to hit the switch again um like that's what you need because he knows it's going to work if they keep going because the thing that makes flash special the thing that makes barry special is he always has hope that is the point and Um, on top of that it's the fact that Batman does throw the switch a second time. That's also another key moment for the character. Right. Batman knows that this is what has to happen no matter what else. Like this has to work. There is no, oh, it's overloaded. I guess we just, I guess we're just done. No, it's like, no, you're, 
you're getting electrocuted, buddy. I know that this has to work. You know that this has to work. It's understood. Yeah. I got it. There is no, yeah. there is an agonizing yeah. plea to hit it again. And Batman realizing like, no, I can't. Like, that's going to kill you. That's him giving you the option to say, okay, stop. But no, you know that that's not the option. Batman knows that's not, not the option. He's just waiting to hit that switch again. They didn't do that. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. It, yeah. When we talk about it's fundamentally this. broken, it's it's also fundamentally <laughs> broken that you you go back in time you still have your powers. This other Barry has a date with Iris West. He's in college. He's getting his degree. You know, he's like, oh, is this uh-huh. going to be like my future wife? Like, this is this is my future. That, and it's like, no, you have to go get your powers. Like, what? Why would you put him through that? He doesn't, he's going to be happy. His parents are here. Like, everything is sound. You don't have right. to do this. So he ends up getting rid of his own powers by accident because he's forcing the other Barry to get the powers. And, I think it just should have been written differently where he went back in time and just, and now he can't go back. He has to find a way to go back right. to the future. And it's like the, 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 the whole thing of him losing his powers and then having to get it back is so like, Oh, oops. Like, yeah. And then it's, there's no, there's no threat of now you're stuck in this time. Period. Yeah. Like there normally is in the flashpoint storyline. Yeah. There is no just fear of, you're not getting out of here. Um, it just all of a sudden know. needs to decide, oh, he just loses it. And then it all of a sudden, like it, rem- it remembers that he has to lose it. And then it remembers, oh, you need it back now for the third act. And it's like, what? Because like, Kara flies yeah. off. She's pissed. She's like, I'm a Kryptonian. I don't care about the human race. And then General Zod kills a human. She goes, I care about the human race. I'm on my way back. Like, I thought you might have just went and joined him at this point because you're Kryptonian. Like I don't know why all of a sudden you get you care. Uh, and then she comes back, but they're like, "Oh, in the meantime, I should go get my powers back." Hey, hook me up to this chair. Like, where did that come from? Who like? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just so bizarre pacing that it almost seems like it forgot mm-hmm. to do these things. There's no room to breathe in this movie at all, um, and there's so much plot, and all of it goes nowhere, yeah. and like, and all of it is pointless, and the movie's two and a half hours long, and feels like it never takes a breath. Uh, it's like running. It feels like a two and a half hour like previously on montage, um, at points. Like the pacing is so yeah. fast. Uh, and I think they just were like, well, we can't have a slow paced flash movie. And I was like, well, it doesn't have to be slow paced, but like you can have some different pacing throughout the movie. Um, I don't know to like to actually tell Uh, maybe a shorter story than what you're actually trying to, to to want to do. Like that's, that's the thing. Like don't cram everything all into (sighs) two and a half hours because you got the open toy chest. Like that's, I don't know. That's not how right. I played with action figures. Um, if you have time you know, to have slow motion, you yeah. have time to s- have a slower pace. You have time to slow things down. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and on top of everything else, guys, this movie has the worst looking spaghetti I've ever seen captured on film. Um, I mean, and there's a lot there's a of lot it, of a lot of spaghetti. There's the spaghetti that they're eating at their family dinner. There's the Bruce Wayne spaghetti. All of it looks like garbage. <laughs> it looks like uh, cold spaghetti with ketchup yeah. on it. Um, I mean, it it it's is just watered uh, down tomato paste. as an Italian American. Just straight from the can. <laughs> yeah, as an Italian American, I am offended. It's by just the, the basil that sets the difference. You know, it's just the color. 
Oh, you can probably someone yeah. will probably oh. screen grab the the plate that Nora Allen makes, or and versus the the plate that Michael Keaton goes like. It looks the exact same. It looks like something Gordon Ramsay would be absolutely yes. fuming about. So, uh, yeah. I'm fuming. And it also has one of the worst end credits I have ever had to wait for, in which I was just like, I don't know. Yeah. What I. <laughs> it, it, it goes on forever. And then it's, it, so it's pointless. pointless. Like, it just. It... I thought there was going to be something. Interesting, at least something. I I was honestly expecting another Steve Aggie bullshit JSA end credit thing, yeah. which I absolutely hate all those characters. But it's like I was expecting that, and it's not. It's Jason Momoa and Barry or Ezra Miller doing something, like as if Jason Momoa was yeah. just on the back lot, and they were like, just do something so that you're in this movie. It's a complete yeah. waste of time. What are, what are your touch yeah. points for your character? I guess Aquaman's a drunk. Let's have him drunkenly walk home with Barry. Yeah, because that's that's the thing. Is he is he our Aquaman that we've known for so long, or is he now the is he the George Clooney universe <laughs> so I, Aquaman and who's never become Aquaman? Um, and and is that the Aquaman who's going to be in the Lost Kingdom or? Is that the previous Aquaman from that we the universe that we? I think it's a new Fifty Two thing. I shouldn't be asking you all of these questions. It's a new Fifty Two thing. I think it's a new Fifty Two thing. It's a rebooted. No, it's a it's a rebooted same universe, and no. people still have memories of the previous thing because those events still happened. It's just the actors are different. He was he gave him the ring. He said, "This is Atlantean treasure." He's like, "Yeah, you tell him that." You know, like that's so he is. Aquaman, King Arthur, like he he is. That's the most confusing line ever. Sure, just tell. And him I that. think he. Like, does, I don't understand. Like, still... Are you or are you not already? Have you been down there yet? Do you do you even know you're Atlantean? Or like, are you? I don't know. It's so confusing. It is literally I confusing in I a think movie he's that Justice League. I, whether people know what Flashpoint is or not, this movie is supposed to do something with the universe because you are acknowledging this universe of DC properties, you're supposed to do something that gets people into the next movie, right? That's what this, if you're talking about a franchise, there should be something that gets people invested. And this movie does nothing about investing. If anything, it just reaps past investments and say, thanks. Bye. Like, I don't know <laughs> what, if I see blue beetle, if I see Aquaman two. Anything in in the future of DC films, there's nothing that's going to reference the spaghetti thing ever because the movie ended in a way that just said, okay, bye. What the, what yep. is, why, why would you, why would you do this to me? Why would you make, make me so confused? Flashpoint is supposed to have fun and make things confusing, but then like, set it straight like you're supposed to set things straight and this is like just bad storytelling it's like i don't know they had a deadline and they made a movie it's like telling me a ghost story but then it's like the the revelation is that there's just a different serial killer or monster at the end and it's like the end like what does that mean why would you tell me a story in which the ending is just another problem Mm mm-hmm 
because it's a joke, <laughs> right? Everybody's having a good it's time, fun. right? Right? It's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Um, I this, so this funny movie was. Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> I uh, I'm not hurt. I'm not mad. I'm not disappointed. It's just another movie. Um, is it the Flash movie that I wanted? I don't know. I couldn't There's tell you no what way Flash movie is. that I wanted. Like, I, I really couldn't tell you one way or the other what Flash movie that I wanted. The thing that I just do want is to just see that character in things and to see you try to, you know, make other properties mm-hmm. that exist in the realm of the, the stuff that I liked when I was a kid, you know? Like, that's that's where I'm at. Um, it wasn't good. <laughs> it, it didn't sell any toys. Uh, Honestly, not... I think Space Jam 2 probably did it better. I mean, at least they just showboated all the properties and yeah, there was a, there was a cohesive movie somewhere there, but the, and it ends. Yeah. Oh, you know, B for B, but this is like, let me use all the properties and, and make it plot points that don't go anywhere. And it's like, okay, yeah. do I yep. still care about them? Does this change the way I go and see those movies again now? Like, is it going to, like, the spaghetti conflict? Like, am I going to now, is it ruining my past if I go visit Michael Keaton's movies and go, like, they really use that same character in Flashpoint? Like, I'm not telling someone later, like, oh, you know that Batman shows up in Flashpoint later? It's like, I can't tell someone that. That's that's not the same character. It's the same actor. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's just not the same character. So, um, I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. We just kind of take it. Those movies still exist, and it's fine. Yeah, it's perfect. See what comes next. Uh, Blue Beetle is going to be a movie. We're going to go watch it, and we're going to have. We're we're going to see what what comes out of that one. Um, I'm really not invested <laughs> anymore in. I mean, I just want to see what you're going to do with it, with these shared universes. I like, still just, get excited. I want to see what you're going to do with it. I do get excited. Like I, I got it. I was excited to see this movie, regardless of, of whatever. And I, I'm excited to see Blue Beetle. Um, I am. Because I, at the end of the day, I still like Blue Beetle, and I like DC stories. I just, yeah. I just want the stories to be yeah. good. I want the stories to be... Um, educative, entertaining in a good way, empowering as, as a hero story. It's like those things I want in stories. And that's why it's like I, I, I will lend myself to Blue Beetle just like any other DC movie, um, including this one. But it's just like, no. I think the model's broken of just the idea of of, of having this, this need to have uh, these characters and, and all these shared universes and stuff um, because of that idea as a bigger idea is really cool and has the potential for so mm-hmm. many other things and even you know behind the closed doors things uh, for studios for actors for different uh, production companies all of these things that paves the way for all of these comic book uh, movies um, in relation to having a shared universe it's almost like it's <laughs> it's almost like it's it's too big um but then what everybody i seem like they're all reminded of is like well it worked for marvel it's like well so you need to just stop with all of that like just do your thing mm-hmm. make your stories if they're interconnected 
that's cool, but show your work, <laughs> you know, have your plans mm-hmm. um, and follow through with those plans. If those plans change, then have backups and, and do something that, that, you know, works. And if it doesn't work, then, then it's out the window. Then that, that project's lost, you know? But but primarily just make good yeah. movies. Yeah, well, they keep saying <laughs> like, that. They like, keep, primarily? They keep saying it, you know? You know, and now after, after, you know, after everything that happened with Justice League, they were like, you know, we're just in the business of creating good stories. And people were like, wow, that sounded simple, right? And here we are to this day going, they said that Where's like five stories? years ago. They, yeah, I mean, they've had, they've had the worst run lately. Um, like just the worst run. Shazam is my favorite DCEU movie. The first um, period, one is good. The first Shazam. And Shazam 2 is, uh, oh my God, what happened? Like, I, it, it's so, it's so crazy that it's the same that, creative team because it's so yeah. bad. Um, it's, it, and, and it, and it feels like they wouldn't let them have any of the villains that they wanted to use. So they had to make up some and it just, but like, that's just one example. It's like, you know, Wonder Woman two was a lot worse than the first Wonder Woman Shazam two, a lot worse than, Sh- than Shazam. Uh, uh, th- this was not good. Black Adam wasn't good. Um, I mean, they are just having the worst creative run uh, in a really long time. It's just so funny now looking back at the period of time where everyone was like, I hate this Zack Snyder guy. I hate what he's doing with this universe. And now it's just like, man, we didn't know how yeah. good we had it. Even the people who didn't like this, I you don't know how good you had it because at least it was cohesive. Yeah. Jesus. Um, this is yeah, all over the I was, place. I was saying to yeah. one of our friends last night, like, we're never going to get something that is on that um and it's so objective to me we're never going to get something that is a comic book story that is told the way that like batman versus superman was told um and that mm. is going to be very uh, controversial opinion but the fact that that movie was told so vastly different than just comic book movies itself in the sense that it was mm-hmm. really showing uh showcasing drama and action um but more so like drama mm-hmm. espionage-esque type of thing um and not just mm-hmm. kind of colors and sequences and and cameos and whatnot um i don't think it's ever going to come back to that unless it's like some you know like like what matt reeves is doing where he's just like this is like my thing this right. is my project this is what i'm doing nobody can right. really touch it it doesn't have any involvement i'm not doing a shared universe this is just my story um right and that's right. what I want <laughs> because I do see them yeah. as these, you know, characters that people can portray. So many different people can bring yeah. so many different things to these characters, directors, actors, writers. Um, because it's just at the end of the day, it's a basis of storytelling. These are characters that exist in mm-hmm. these stories, fantastic stories, whimsical stories that you're just supposed to, uh, you know, manipulate to an audience that is your choice and, and how you see fit to tell yeah. your particular story. Um, er, earlier you met, you said like, I don't know what kind of flash movie I yeah. would want. Um, and speaking as someone who like the flash is my favorite DC character. It's my, he's, he's tied with Spider-Man for my favorite comic character of all time. Um, 
I want what you just described, but for the Flash. Like, that's what I want. I want a Flash movie that isn't connected right. to anything else. I just want a Flash movie. I want Dan Stevens to play Barry <laughs> Allen. Um, and and I just want an adult uh, Flash movie. Like, not adult. Like, I want him to be an adult, not a right. man-child like he, mm-hmm. he, like he is in this. Um, I, I want a grown-up to be the Flash and have a adventure yeah. that is both dramatic and exciting and that is what I want and completely standalone not connected to anything else that's just a good flash movie that's what yeah. I want I agree I want that too yeah <laughs> I agree I agree uh, we don't need to to expand on these multiverse things um I mean like you can no. if you want but that's like if your whole mindset is to just get ticket sales and and get people into the theaters because that's the the the, the summer blockbuster um i think it's just bound to like fall yeah. flat just I- inevitably yeah i mean studios always learn the wrong lesson uh out of successes you know that's always the thing and everyone saw into the spider verse and no way home and and was like oh multiverses that's yep. what people like and then you see Doctor Strange and the multiverse section of that movie, uh, which is relatively small considering it's called Multiverse of Madness. Um, That section is the worst part of that movie. uh, And this is not good either. And it's just like, yeah, you guys are learning the wrong lesson. That it's not the multiverse thing that people are interested in. It's just good movies. Yeah, that's what they want. It's like it's into the Spider Verse is a good movie. That's why people like it. Clever storytelling. Um, I don't know. You know, that's that's what. Yeah, that was the whole point of like the multiverse is because like, oh, that's clever. Oh, oh, you're telling me like a different version of Superman exists. Cool. Yeah, I want to know about that. Yeah, that's just you know, it's it's the curiosity. Yeah, it's not it's not gripping uh, for (laughs) it's not gripping for Michael Keaton Batman to meet Michael Shannon General Sod. It really isn't. Like it's. Mm -mm. It's not. Um, <laughs> and no. something uh, that's like DC or uh, yeah, DC and Warner Brothers already, they can't outdo themselves because they, they already made a movie like this, which is called Teen Titans Go to the Movies, in which you did get to reference everything <laughs> yes. and it was a good movie and everyone enjoyed it in theaters. And it's like, yeah, you don't have to do right. this. You already did it and it worked and you did it mm-hmm. before Spider-Verse oh, came out. Like you did it before these other movies did it. Like, just don't do this. You don't. At this point, you're competing with yourself. It already yeah, exists. Yeah. A good movie yeah, where you yeah. do this, where you Nick yeah. Cage plays a Superman, I, and you get to reference a Christopher Reeve movie, and it's like you already did it, and it was great. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, there could have been something really special too if this was Ben Affleck's Batman the whole time, and he goes up against Zod because that. You know, knowing what his reaction to that from the sidelines was, having to actually face Zod and be like, oh, this isn't as easy as it I thought it looked from the outside. Uh, This guy is really powerful and this is really scary. Um, You know, like there there could have been something really interesting there to say about his Batman and really, you know put a put a lid on him if that's what you wanted to do you know if you wanted to send him out it, it would have been a really interesting way to like bring him back in uh and have him go up against the the guy that he um you know was kind of uh, judging superman for not uh defeating right. properly um yeah there's something there, i'm not the one to write it but there's definitely something interesting there that they could have played with 
Um, and do you see how easy that was for you to just dead. think right there? Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there's a there's a really important connection between these two characters yeah. that uh, uh, may have may have been really interesting to uh, pay off in some way. Oh, well, um, let's just throw a, an action figure of Michael Keaton's Batman yeah. at him instead. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what it was. <laughs> I, and I, too, was thinking yeah. in my head, you know, with from all the discourse that there is about Man of Steel. And I'm thinking going in this movie, like, how will they deal with Zod? Because do they kill him or do they go here, Twitter? I can show you that we can arrest Zod without killing him because that's what you're angry about. And the movie does neither. Zod gets away with it, of course. But I'm like, are they going to address that too? Like how many more things do they need to start addressing about the, the man steel movie? So there's my mind was going crazy of like, how are they even going to deal with any of this? And then the movie decides, Oh, we can't, we can't just, we can't figure it out. It's like, uh, Oh my God. I just realized, uh, you get to the, you do you bring you bring Ben Affleck in, he ends up befriending the younger Barry. You don't do Supergirl at all, and you just you have Ben Affleck's Batman getting killed by Zod over and over and over again, and young Barry being like, No, I have to save him. That's so much more powerful to see Ben Affleck be defeated by Zod over and yeah. over and over again. Versus Keaton. Then yeah. yeah, versus Keaton and versus Supergirl. Like it's now it's because it actually has meaning to the overarching story you've been telling since Man of Steel. You're, I don't know. Yeah, what, do I, what the hell do I it's know? It's okay. I, I feel <laughs> like it's just um, talking to a brick wall at this point. It's it's it is it, it to me. It's like yeah, fine. I didn't enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> I'll be back for the next one. Thanks for the yeah. It's just like next is yeah. What's next? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, how many more months until yeah Blue until Blue Beetle? It's just it's just it's depressing. depressing. That this is the Flash movie that I finally got as a being a Flash fan my entire life. This is the movie that I got. But it's just... it's at the same time it's you're going into it knowing that this that that Flash is always this thing now. He's just like this conduit, like. Who the Flash is as yeah. a uh, as a property, right? Like, as a conduit to be like, oh, you're just here to, like, what's my what, what's my primary purpose? Your purpose is to reset the universe every time we mess up. It's like I think the character uh-huh. is a lot more than that, but we cannot allow him to be that. It's like, what do we do with the movie? Oh, Flashpoint. Like, I. I don't think you know who this character is. I think you just know that book. I, I, <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. honestly. It really, yep. that's re- really just kind of what it is. And I don't even think you, or, and like you were going through that book and like sticky noting, like dog earing pages and stuff and being like things that you wanted to add to your movie, but then like red taping everything because you couldn't get that thing in the movie. And yeah, you just couldn't, like you can't get Ray Fisher, you can't this, get Henry Cavill, you can't bring it Willis was like Lane. all of these things that just seem like, well, we can't do that page. Well, we can't do that page. Well, we can't do that page. Um, and it just, I don't know. It just seemed mm-hmm. like you were left with, uh, well, what can we do? And turning uh, turning back around to check the kids in the back are you having fun like it really is and they're just... like oh but you could have brandon <laughs> routh and they're like yeah oh, but no, what no, if no, we no, and no, it's no, like no, what are you no. <laughs> okay come on now uh... oh no no he's been on the yeah. cw now yeah, so no we're not putting any of those characters Can't in here you'll get confused yeah, yeah, yeah. the people will be confused yeah, God, God, God forbid Grant Gustin be in this movie when we're showing like all these yeah. different universes. Um, 
No, instead, it's it's a strictly uh, AI, uh, you know, AI. I'm pretty generated sure John images. Wesley um, Ship was in it as Barry Allen at some point in, in that movie. Was he? Wasn't he? There was a flash in there. I don't think so. I don't. I, the only the only other flash that I remember seeing was Jay Garrick for a second, played by like I don't know. Okay, who I, I assume uh, I, I assume everyone Jay thinks Garrick it's the guy from the Wesley Flash TV show, from, but it's not. Okay. No, I couldn't tell. It was all it was all Waterworld whatever VFX. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, the <laughs> VFX are just so it's like P, P, like a PS2 cut. <laughs> but it's supposed yeah. to be. But it's also like that doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. I, just... I it, it, okay. I get like when he says he defends it by saying it's supposed to look like that, like because that's how he sees the world. And I'm like, okay, but you did not do that. a good job of explaining that to us in a way that it it makes sense and and makes us realize what yeah. your intentions were. If something um, looks you, weird, you there's supposed like, to be a little you, bit of saying it's weird. Like it looks weird. Like th- things are distorted right. in this time space. Right. Uh, yeah. What speed force? Right. You know, it's like just say if, yeah, if you yeah, have yeah. to say no, it uh, post release, there's an issue, and there's no def- yeah. there's nothing that you says failed. oh it's supposed to look weird, and like I'm supposed to excuse it now, like just fucking do something. Yeah. Um, was there yeah. anything? And I'll ask you both this. This is one going to be one of my last touching points. Um, was there anything okay. in this movie that you guys uh, actually did? genuinely enjoy um and it and it did make you feel like that's fun i like that they added that it, it could be about you know a little the flash as a character a character trait uh could be about anything of the batman the supergirl stuff um anything that you guys actually enjoyed that they kind of sprinkled in um i like the phasing Part. You like the phase? Okay, I thought so that you was did, like so... I was like, thanks for showing that. Oh, that's yeah. kind of yeah. cool. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The close up of the molecules. I was like, that's, that's, that's great. I like that. Yeah, I agree. That's a fun thing about Flash's yeah. powers uh, that I think is a, a new sight um, for us. Yeah. Um, being able to see that kind of phasing and and the on a molecular level. Yeah. Uh, I will. I will give kudos to a dumb joke that genuinely did make me laugh. Um, which is when young Barry uh, tells older Barry to build the f- pillow fort around him instantly, like, and then just like laughs like a child. Like I <laughs> thought that was okay. really funny because it was just, I don't know, the, just the idea of him just being like, oh god, this yeah. <laughs> this dumb kid, and then just, and he just is like, just like I don't know. I think they captured the um, exuberance of of having something built that quickly yeah. around you would probably <laughs> yeah. feel like. Um, I, I think they actually yeah. captured that um, pretty well. I, I'll, so, I'll, I'll, I'll mimic that. that. I did genuinely enjoy um, both Ezra's performance as the Flash in this. Um, I, I really did enjoy them. Um, there was some depth to each character um, that I kind of mm-hmm. th- had to think about after the fact, after on the drive home from the movie, that made me really like them. Um, there's a little bit of the comedic timing that I thought was just really well done. Um, some of the lines of dialogue were just, you know, very well read by Ezra. Um, yeah. The younger Flash, when uh, he first gets his powers and is kind of doing the whole silly, silly speech. Like Jim Carrey bit. Like, yeah, the clothes burning mm-hmm. off, the 
the the the get up to to run yeah, really yeah. fast with the leg up and <laughs> that was excellent um even like little sprinkled on bits about uh there was a moment where they were fighting uh in russia during the supergirl bit um and older Barry has to remind younger Barry that uh, they can't move uh, organic objects and whatnot. Like just normal, what we call flashbacks. Um, mm-hmm. So like the the fact that they sprinkled in those things and the comedic timing on that mm-hmm. one where he did move older Barry's, what did you do? And then vomits all over. Like that was, that had me, that was good. I thought that was funny. I <laughs> uh, liked, <laughs> the, the child in me thought that that was a good bit, um, especially for like the speedster and just my thoughts of like whenever a speedster yeah. does have those human interactions where it is like oh yeah you're gonna vomit like it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah totally it's i don't know it's just a little good little good sprinkled on um flash bits uh, that i feel like ezra kind of at least had to try to learn about the character and picking up on you know quippy things um and you know maybe that came from yeah watching previous like silly Wally West stuff is what I'm assuming because that kind of mm-hmm. fell in line with that uh, comedic relief mm-hmm. flash. Yeah. Jumping off of Ezra Miller's performance, I will compliment them on what I think is the uh, best scene in the movie, which is uh, the scene where they are arguing about the yes. stuffed monkey okay. um, and what the monkey means to uh, a regular Barry um, versus what it means to 18 year old Barry. I thought that that scene was like really emotionally strong and really well done. Um, and I wish the whole movie was uh, that earnest and, and uh, uh, emotional. Um, and then I will say another just as like a flash nerd. I love the flash yeah. ring. In yes. This. I love the yep. way that it was depicted. Yeah. The flash that really ring was a good so good call like on them that that really. Yeah. I think that's the thing for Flash fans that made us happy uh, the most. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. It wasn't silly. It didn't look stupid. Um, but it also does look stupid because it is his costume in a ring. Like, it is inherently stupid. Um, right. So, they'll lean into yes. the stupidity, <laughs> but then also play it off like, yeah, you're supposed to change into it before it hits the ground. It's like, yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah. Uh, there were some great parts, um, but uh, the over arching idea of the bad still kind of yeah. uh, left the stain in the mouth. Yeah. Cause it can have good stuff, but when it's fundamentally broken, it's just sort of like, I, you know, I don't really know what yeah, to say yeah. about this, you know, it's just, yeah. Anyway, um, sad day, <laughs> uh, for me, um, sad day. Uh, I don't know that I'll ever watch this again. I'll be perfectly um, honest. I'm sure I'll end up watching it again, obviously, in some point in my life. Like, uh, just like, it'll just happen. I know it will. I just, I just never <laughs> sure. will say, let's put this on. I want to watch this again. I'm never going to yeah. choose to watch yeah. it. Um, Are you going yeah. to buy the Blu-ray for your collection? It- <laughs> I am not, and that's insane to me. Like, it's insane to me that there's a Flash movie and I'm not yeah. going to own it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it is disappointing. Um, yeah, I don't I don't care to to buy it or to own it or to, to put any more money towards this this, yeah. this story that exists. Yep. Um, that's fair. And, and you it, know when what? When it hits the streaming services, yeah. we'll watch it then. And the other punishment is that, like... Mm-hmm. Then, then they'll say, "Oh, we we won't make another Flash movie. You'll never see another Flash movie again because the first one wasn't successful." And it's like, why is that my fault? 
why is that my fault we don't get a, another attempt at making a Flash movie because the first one didn't make enough dinero to to um, to to right. produce a, a, a second one, um, and so that's that's the the right. bittersweet or like the vicious cycle of it all is that you have to financially support that which you don't agree with just to be able to have more DC movies being made or to even give directors the confidence from studios to go then make movies that, that they want. And it's like, why are we the ones punished by that? (laughs) So, yeah, well, we'll get another flash movie. I think the IP is too valuable. Um, We'll, we'll we'll get another Flash movie. It'll be probably be like ten years from now. Yeah, but we'll get it when they want to reboot again. Um, so yeah, yep. In closing thoughts, uh, do you does anyone have any? Does anyone recommend this movie? Is is like who is this? <laughs> Should anyone go see this movie? No, <laughs> no. Um, I don't, no. Take your kids. It's <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Sure. I guess I don't know. I don't know. There's it's, some bad lessons in this yeah. for kids to learn. Um, I don't yeah. think so. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend yeah, it. I wouldn't. Um, I don't even know if it's a good goodbye for people who liked previous DC movies, and as they changed into a newer, uh, you know, slate of, of films, I don't know that it is that that goodbye that no, that I no. wanted. Because um, I would have rather they just like end yeah. the DC EU and be like, we're changing it. We're getting rid of it. Say goodbye, one more one more time for Ben Affleck, and it's like, and we're done. This because of how confusing it ends. It's like, I don't know that it is. I'd rather just say goodbye <laughs> when I saw the Snyder cut and say, yeah. thanks. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. It's kind of like what I already did in my head. But. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I don't recommend it. I think, uh, like you said, fundamentally flawed in some ways. Fundamentally, maybe even. Um, hijacked in in the way that a, a flash movie should be versus what this movie ended up being. So, I think there's just there's mm-hmm. just a lot of glaring issues in this movie, and that and that uh, over time, like you said, you 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 saw this movie almost ten days ago, Scott. You've had a lot of time to think about it. We saw it just last night. Uh, at the time of recording this, as time goes on, there will be people who bring up a lot more that is uh, questionable about this movie. And I think rightly so. And as we move forward with DC movies, can we recover? Can 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 this new DC studio recover in the terms of uh, you say story is king? You say you know at the, at the end of the day it's about making good stories. Um, now's your chance to say, you know, to show that to show that you can recover. And so that's what we have to look yeah. for. Yeah. Well, we we'll find, find out, out in two years. Soon, yes. Okay. So um, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute on Twitter. And you can also find us on DuelingGenre.com. You can find us. Um, there's a, um, a a Discord for Dueling Genre for, for patrons. You can, you can join in the conversation of Flashpoint. You can continue having the conversation with us about what you thought about the movie. Um, tell us what you liked or did not like about the movie and we can you know converse back and forth um, but without further ado that is it for day for today's podcast and we will catch you guys next time here on DC Cinematic Minute.